right, hello. Welcome to Adventures in the Lollygagging. We are playing some Hunter the Reckoning tonight. We are continuing our Chronicle Your City Lies in Dust, and we have a hype train already. Thank you, everyone who has thrown out subs. Aaron pushing us over right there. Thank you. Uh, Ashley with the new cheering method, which is as uh, creeping me yeah. out. And then uh, John McSuda <laughs> and Tilda Twitch, thank you so much. We really, really, really appreciate it. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're continuing uh, as episode seven, and um, yeah, we kind of had a, a sort of a transition episode last time session where we kind of sort of closed down a couple things from the first half, started to open up some new trouble, uh, and uh, we'll figure out where we're going to go tonight. There's uh, yeah, and we have a new NPC to for me to annoy Melissa with, so that's always fun. Sure uh, do. Yeah, yeah. So before we get into that, why don't we go ahead and just introduce who all the hunters are? Uh, DJ Quiver, thank you for those bits. Uh, I think that's what a, we do. What the bonus dies that we were doing? I think with it. So Melissa, who yep, cheats at yep. everything, uh, is uh, is going to go ahead and be in charge of that. Ashley, throw out our like. Our, I'm oh God, here's, unlocking like, emotes. Sucks. I know. Yeah, I'm seeing nice. this. You got the top hat. You got the. I remember the top hat. That's mm-hmm. that's old Lollygaggers podcast top hat right there. That is. <laughs> that's that's some old stuff right there. I we should we should dust some new ones off at some point. <laughs> <I think. laughs> oh goodness! All right, uh, long. Tell us about Alvin Tao. Yes, I'm playing Alvin. I'm a judo master. I've got a small family, my own dojo. And my drive is curiosity behind the supernatural, what they're here for, why they're doing the things they do. Uh, that's excellent. Uh, and uh, you'll have some interesting things possibly tonight to uh, to investigate. You also had a bit of a, an issue at your dojo. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of touch on this more in the, on the, in the summary. But yeah, you've had, you had some drama uh, in your backyard. Everything, everything keeps happening in Alvin's backyard. First, the, the you know, trouble with his kids. Uh, and... Uh, and now it's Dojo. That's a shame. It's a shame. Do you watch Cobra Kai, by the way? I haven't seen it, though. No. You should. It's uh, for research purposes. It's totally <laughs> accurate. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, Ashley, tell us about Elaine Graves and why we should be sad if I kill her tonight. Uh, I'm playing Elaine Graves, and you already took one of my eyes. So I feel like if I also died, there's plenty more to take. (laughs) But um, she is our uh, kind of she's supposed to be the stealthy one and like super sneaky and stuff. I'm not really so great at that, but I'm trying, (laughs) working on it. Um, (laughs) But she's got some cool perks. I have the watching big brother perk now and all access so I can bypass the electronic locks and stuff. Now um, I can manipulate digital surveillance footage. That's awesome. So I got some fun stuff to, to work with. That's really good stuff. That's actually pretty useful. Uh, would have been useful probably uh, at the end of like the last big arc too. Would have been really leaving. useful. <laughs> of course, you are already taken. Uh, yeah, so I was trapped, so I couldn't yeah. help. I had it yeah. then, but I was sleeping mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. i was dreaming listen you survived okay that's the thing <laughs> you, you yell oh. at me for taking your eye but you survived that was exciting. i think i took it easy yeah but me. that was exciting okay uh next up we 
We have Coyote <laughs> Rust. Uh, go ahead, tell us about Rust there, Aaron. Uh, I'm Coyote. Coyote Rust, that's what they call me now. I, I don't really know my name. Because when I was a kid, I was like, I was nine. I mean, I think I was nine. Granny long legs, ugh, demon spirit. I don't crawl down my throat and wore my skin like a puppet. She tore my whole family to pieces and then made me sit in the gore until they took me away. I spent over a decade locked up with her riding my mind, only letting me out every once in a while just so she could see how I suffered until a brand new psychiatrist came in and she believed me, Dr. Freud, not related apparently. I don't know what that means, but she tells it to me every time. Believe me. And she got Sister LeBlanc in, a soldier in the only war that matters. And they pulled that thing out of me. And now I'm a guerrilla warrior on the streets, never staying in the same place more than once, fighting with my squad to take out all the monsters. Never staying in one place, never using the same phone twice, really just making sure there's no way to track Kyote. Oh my God. They can't every find me. Never again. I like how What's every up? time you go to introduce him, you just like, <sighs> you just kind of do like a Christopher <laughs> Lloyd thing as you, you know, so great. He gets into character. <laughs> it's just flips the switch. Oh, uh, it's so good. What's our phone counter at? This, uh, uh, so we're up to two in this. Uh, this He's job. on his third phone. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> just did like the last 24 hours it seems like okay <laughs> all right uh and then finally uh melissa tell us about maria baum uh yes yeah, so uh maria uh who received the nickname boomer last episode so she is now a uh, boomer baum uh she is an inquisitive uh she is a plumber by day she has a, a mentor that um had gone missing that she's looking for. Uh, she's got a cat, Annie. She's got the van. So she's good with the fleet edge kinds of things. She's got a drone. So she's kind of good with some of that uh, stealth and surveillance and all that kind of stuff. Uh, she can weld and she can bullshit with the best of them. I didn't know you had a, had a, had a cat. Did you have a cat? <laughs> I do. All right. I do. During the uh, monsoon, uh, what were totally we doing during the monsoon? This. She had her her right. orange cat named Annie. Note to self, hurt the cat. <laughs> I just wrote in my notes. Okay. <clears throat> so I think I that's about it. I was going to have a dog. And then I was like, Jeff would take <laughs> this from me. I, don't, I wouldn't hurt I a dog. Are you kidding? <laughs> I'd yes, hurt a cat. I'd hurt a horse. Go. Yeah, that's dog. True. Dog, you're all right, I think. <laughs> yeah. Nothing bad uh, will ever happen to that dog. It will have plot armor in every single thing we do. Just don't, just don't, just make sure that dog doesn't like me more than it likes Melissa. Otherwise, it's going to have a violent end. Right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, yeah, never tell the storyteller of a pet in a world of darkness game. Totally agree. All right. So. Last time, I'll just kind of hit some highlights here. Elaine, you were using your stolen computer from uh, when you were in the Valley MedCore to kind of like hacked back into some of their servers, got some information. Do you remember what you learned? Um, I learned the name of the first victim. Which... Yeah, Kadir Mana. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do you remember? Do you remember the context of of of, of how he? Uh, of so. How he- he was a prisoner at Alhambra Correctional Facility. That's right. He was yep. there for some sort of uh, medical condition that required mm-hmm. constant care. Mm-hmm. And he was voluntold to be a subject trial for embistral ducinidride or something. Nide, Close enough. Uh, which yeah, is for organ ducidinide. transplants. Yeah. Yeah, ducidinide. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. That's correct. And yeah, exactly. It was for, it was for try to reduce uh, organ rejection. Yeah, yes. exactly. You got yep. it. Uh, you also, I think, didn't you see, a, I think you saw a, a new logo or a new company uh, thing or something. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, so it was being trusted, uh, not yet approved by the FDA. Uh, it was tested by a variety of companies related mm-hmm. to reference to MedCorp Valleywide Medical, but it goes back to a parent company, but it's never spelled out. It's just a logo. TDG. Yeah, TDG. exactly. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next up, Alvin. Like we said, you discover that one of your your judo students horrifically beat another during a sparring match, and uh, the instigator. When you did some, when you did some ba- basic research, appears to have been using some new street drug. It looks like you found you found some evidence that had had uh, they had like in their in their jeans or something like that. Uh, you had a couple conversations with the cops to try to. Kind of slow things down, but that didn't go so well. Uh, and uh, there seemed to be a little bit of skepticism thrown yours and Sensei, Sensei Joseph's way. But uh, uh, and I think uh, your uh, your company also had uh, a little bit of trouble when all the parents showed up and stuff and everything to pick up their kids uh, after this incident. Um, Rust, you found a safe place for Brock and Shelby up near Prescott uh, at a place called Sacred Heart Church. Uh, you met a Father Percy, uh, who you presumably is a member of the uh, Society of St. Leopold. And uh, you notice that Shelby has been faring fairly terribly, actually. Uh, but Brock and Elaine both seem to be okay, no longer suffering from ill effects of the Eye Thieves attacks. And then uh, Maria, you met uh, Rena Cooper, who was uh, snooping around Katya's home, your mentor. Uh, 20-something uh, hunter for revenge, you eventually learned, uh, RV Revenge, which is a uh, a gig, uh, a hunt, hunter gig company. And she's apparently the daughter of someone Katya used to, to hunt with. And uh, apparently Katya was trying to help Rena uh, with this gig that involved elderly deaths that RV was apparently tracking. Uh, they're a data collection company, and they were their data analyst and closure counselors kind of rush the gig it seems like uh, as the, they just sort of gave some general idea about like oh vampire maybe question mark and then uh, not enough to really go on Katya went undercover and had a contact with Isaiah Stratton at Whitehall Advanced Care Clinic and then Rena started scouting a retirement community called Sunset Trails uh, since then Katya has gone dark uh, and her the name that she had uh, when she was a, a kind of a uh, sent to this place is no longer registering. Also, Isaiah has gone dark. It apparently doesn't seem to work there anymore. Uh, and Rena mentioned how the community uh, at Sunset Trails was kind of odd. There's just a bunch of old people having fun, it seemed like. But they also were, like, really, really active. Uh, so, yeah. So, anyway, uh, we'll we'll presume then that, like, your kind of planning phase uh, works out. So, a couple questions. Who's going where? I know there's, we were talking about splitting up the group. Uh, who's going where? Who is Rena going with? What kind of gear or resources are you all looking to get before you leave? And what time do you want to head there? 
so who's going to Sunset Trails luxury retirement community? I know that uh I know that's where where Coyote was going because uh they, they they thought it best I not go to another medical facility. Apparently I I have problems with authority, so and, and I think uh I think Rena was gonna come with me. She's awful awful pretty. Okay. But not very nice. It's hard very difficult for me to wrap my no. head around that dichotomy. No, it's just not very nice at all. No. Uh but mostly just not nice to the boomer. Uh Maria Boomer. <laughs> she just yeah, I was gonna to tag go. along. Okay. So we've got Alvin, Rena, and Rust are all going to sunset. Uh, okay. Uh, then I guess the other question then for you, uh, is there any specific gear you're looking to kind of bring along with you or, or anything like that you're looking to do to prep for that? Well, uh, I can't drive, so Alvin, um, can you drive this? Of course. And I, I don't, I'm carrying everything I own. Okay. Yeah, I can't quite do that. Don't you have a motorcycle, Alvin? Yeah, I do. I was. Okay. I meant I can't carry everything I own. Okay. All right. So, are you going to get? I assume I can't, you... I can't do a three-person motorcycle. It's kind of weird. No, you can't. I'll it's okay. Get, like... Rena's got her own. She's got her own ride. She also rides a motorcycle. You're good. Okay. No problem. Nice. Okay. Uh, all right, so we'll presume that the three of you head out. Uh, Sunset Trails is out west, uh, so uh, you will take a little time to get there. Um, are you looking to go at a particular time of day? We're going to say, just because I don't remember that it was around midday, you all are having like your debrief. Are you trying to go during the day? Are you trying to go at night? Is there is there a preference there? Well, I think if we're trying to get these people to talk to us we should probably go in the morning because i mean they're they're old they're even older than anybody else i know and you know i i they may be asleep early makes sense as well okay okay so you want to head there in the morning all right all right so we'll say we'll say that the plan like you guys kind of work out a plan to do this so it's kind of times up we don't have to worry about getting that too perfect and we'll say you're, you're heading out there Elaine and Maria, same questions to you. Is there anything in particular you're looking to kind of bring with you uh, in your travels to Whitehall? Yours is a little up north. I uh, remember it's like North Phoenix, Scottsdale area. Um, so is there anything in particular you're bringing with you? Is there a specific time of day you're looking to arrive? I I don't disagree with the thinking of going early. Uh especially visiting hours and all of those types of things. Uh, yeah. We'll definitely go during visiting hours. Um, I can't think of anything that we might need to bring this time in particular that's like out of the ordinary. The only thing I was thinking of maybe is, and, and I, I'm assuming we could get this somewhere, is something along the lines of like a... Um, like a little recording device, like a little like bug or something that we can kind of have. Okay. Oh, maybe, I don't know. I don't know how to hack myself, but maybe like a thumb drive. 
or okay. something that I can like, if I can get access to a computer, like get put in the back or something. All right. That, you know? Yeah. Considering, um, considering your, some of your backgrounds there, I think you two would probably not have too much difficulty getting a, getting sort of thumb drives or getting, uh, getting some basic surveillance equipment. You probably have something basic. Uh, mm-hmm. It wouldn't be anything too grandiose. That would probably require more of a role. But something in your, you probably would have something basic. Just kind of like how how your, uh, how your safe house and such has like basic equipment, basic weapons, etc. Mm-hmm. You probably have basic listening, like basic uh, listening devices or something like that. that yeah, that's probably fine. I I was thinking probably something that someone could probably just buy somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think I my, think you're fine. My drone's not really gonna <laughs> work for me too much. <laughs> Put it underneath your arm as you're wandering. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's see. Uh, since you're both kind of going around the same time, we'll just sort of. I'm just rolling to see who goes first. All right. So Alvin and Quixote, uh, you meet up with uh, with Rena. Uh, we'll say you agree to a time relatively early in the morning, and you head out west. Uh, it is fairly far west so it's a good from where you all have been kind of hanging lately it's a good 45 minutes or so west of there but it's still within the kind of phoenix metro area uh but you kind of look it up it's easy enough to find has a has a professional looking website lots of very friendly looking people uh you when you head there um it's uh, the retirement community is fairly sprawling when you get there you've you learned a few things by kind of looking it up online uh, it is luxury trailers. Uh, it's sprawling. And you also notice that there is a, a wall, like those cinder block walls that we see uh, that kind of surrounds the entire complex. There appear to be, it, it appears to kind of back up onto desert, uh, kind of off to the north. And it's not necessarily bordered on either on any side by uh, by any kind of other other businesses. Uh, you do notice nearby that kind of the two closest neighboring businesses within about a quarter of a mile or so, uh, there's a cremation center, uh, Mott Family Funeral. Uh, there's a, a Wells Fargo bank branch, and there's a diner as well uh, that uh, you can tell as you kind of drive past early in the morning is not too busy uh, as far as you can tell. Uh, but when you pull up to the actual site... You can tell that there are there appears to be a leasing office that sits outside of that large wall that kind of skates around uh, and there's a kind of the main entrance is kind of on the south side of the complex uh, and you can tell that right where the kind of the wall weaves around towards that entrance there is like this gate you can see a couple folks coming in and out as you sort of you know, case the joint a little bit. You can see people come, coming in and out. Looks like they're using key card, you know, card key scanners and stuff to go in and out. Uh, the only building that seems to sit outside is this. This looks like a leasing office. There is a secondary entrance as you kind of drive around on the eastern side, uh, but also that one. There's no kind of exterior building, but it has those gates. It has uh, it has that same key card access. Uh, both of you are, are fairly alert and then aware individuals. I, I would say that one of the things you do notice that is kind of odd, especially for, for people living in the valley, is that these cinder block walls seem surprisingly tall uh, to the point where they might, you know, they, they, they don't look consistent with 
the types of cinder block walls you see across almost every neighborhood across the valley. They seem just a few feet higher. Uh, but we'll say you kind of do a quick scan. You probably take 30 minutes or so to just to sort of drive around, kind of kind of get a feel for the place. And then we'll say that the, the three of you can make a decision. How do you want to approach this? I was thinking find like the visitor's office or whatever office, kind of introduce ourselves and maybe we can go with, you've got some old folks that you want to retire here, Russ, and then we want to have a look around. See, uh, that's a good, that's a good idea. We could pretend like I didn't murder my parents and, and they're almost old enough now to come here and we're looking to get them a trailer. Not me. I mean, don't, Hey, Reva, it, it wasn't me who murdered my parents. It was just my body. So I, mean, I want you to make she, understand. She's it. just sort of like chewing her gum and she's like, uh-huh. And she just continues to chew her gum. Well, yeah, you two can go ahead and do that. Uh, they would recognize my face. So uh, I'll hang back and uh, uh, you've got my number. Killed your parents, huh? No, no, no. Granny killed my parents. She just used my body like a, a meat puppet. And, well, and my and my and my brothers and sisters. Seriously, and one so guard in the and one guard, but that was years ago, in, in the facility that I lived in for a while. She didn't like him. She said he smelled funny. She looks over towards Alvin. See, this is why I prefer solo gigs. Uh but you'll yeah, get used to it. He's a good kid. Uh-huh. Thanks, Alvin. Good kid. Okay, let's let's go in there. Yeah. Interesting definition of good. But uh, yeah, you guys have fun. I'll be out here. Call me if you need me. And she just gets her phone out and she starts kind of flipping through it a bit here and there. Alvin, okay. do you think I should have told her that I'm an instrument of the Lord? <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you. Uh, you go into the the, the main office uh, outside, no problem. There's a couple there's a couple spaces uh, for visitor parking, etc. Uh, you go in, it's open. You see that there is a fairly large kind of round reception desk, uh, and there's a woman that's uh, sitting behind it. Uh, you can see she's probably in her fifties, mid to late, um, kind of stocky, dark hair, Hispanic, uh, and you can see that she's got a little name tag. Uh, it says Eloise. Uh, and she sees you all come in, and she's kind of got a, a you know big eye, like her eyes kind of get big, and she says, "Ah, morning. Uh, what can I do for you two young uh, strapping lads?" Hey, my friend here is looking for a retirement area for his parents. Is is there any way we can have a tour, or look around? Ah, uh, do you have uh, do you have a recommendation? Oh, you mean from somebody else who lives here? That's correct. Exactly. Yeah. No, we just saw the website and my parents really love trailers. Ooh. Well, uh, I've got a lot of money. A lot of money, huh? Relatively speaking. I mean, they're not normally multimillionaires, but my dad retired. Well, he didn't die when I was young. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear your father is alive and well. That's 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 wonderful. Uh, 
Well, see, normally we we have a we have a closed community here. It's private. Uh, we tend to have to, you know, we, we make recommendations on who comes in here. It's not necessarily open sales. We control who we lease uh, lots to. And um, unless you have a specific recommendation, I don't know if the management company will allow me to let you in. Well, how about this? We go in and talk to the residents and see if one of them will recommend my parents. Ooh. Well, that's interesting. That's an interesting thought. Uh, however, uh, that would also could be construed as maybe harassing them in some way. And they're all very private. They, uh, they, uh. they part of part of you know the the attraction of Sunset Trails is uh, privacy. And if uh, some uh, uh, very delightful young man, I'm sure, comes knocking on their door uh, in the morning, uh, they might be a little uh, upset that we would allow such people in. Because uh, normally we don't even <clears throat> we don't even let packages in. There's no solicitation. All of that's funneled through the office. Again, one of the perks we have here. So last idea then. I go in with a sign that says, please come talk to me about recommending my parents, and then they can approach me. You are just an absolute delight. You have uh, you've really brought a smile to my face this morning. Uh, however, I'm afraid that is, uh, that is just not going to be possible. Um, now, if you would like to leave some contact information for your parents, uh, I'm sure we could potentially set up some kind of virtual call and maybe uh, do a virtual tour. Uh, we could potentially have them uh, meet with a few of the residents. We could work out that way and uh, kind of more direct. Uh, it's, don't get me wrong. It's it's wonderful that you're trying to help out your parents. Uh, I, I what what kind of child wouldn't want the best for their parents? What kind of child wouldn't want them to live a healthy, long life? Uh, but uh, normally we like to work w directly with who will be taking up residence in these trailers. Well, I guess that makes sense, Eloise. Uh, Alvin, do you have my parents' contact information? <laughs> uh, of course. I'll give them sort of like my burger. Okay. Okay. And what are their names again? Oh, uh, my my mother's name was Martha. And my father, I mean, is is Martha. And my father's name is Thomas. See what you did there. Okay. Uh, Martha and Thomas, who are very much alive. Oh. Yes, they're very much alive. Excellent. Uh, well, we'll go ahead and uh, we'll do if we can. Uh, oh, and uh, and I'm sure you gave like a last name and everything too. We're going to go ahead and uh, uh, we're going to contact them uh, on your behalf. And uh, normally what we'll do is we'll run a background check to make sure that there aren't any issues uh, in terms of finances or criminal record that might uh, be red flags uh, for those living within the community. Uh, and, uh, and I'm, and I'm sure uh, we'll be, 
well, hopefully we'll have 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 some good news for your parents soon, and then you can yeah. uh, we could give you a visitor pass, and you can come visit them anytime you like. That's awful nice of you. Is there a place we can get a cup of coffee around here? Well, there is. If you just go down the street, and she kind of points back the way you came, like down the street, Vicky's Diner, uh, excellent coffee. Uh, that would probably be the uh, the best place around here. The, I have a pot here, uh, but it's it's not fresh. I brewed it when I first got in, uh, and uh, Vicky's would probably be much better suited for you. Well, I want to thank you for being so so pleasant with me this morning. You have a nice day. You too. You too. Take care, both of you. She kind of waves, and just. Uh, you notice, like, Alvin, as you're, like, walking out, she's eyeing you guys down something. Like, like you can feel her eyes in the back, in your back as you're kind of, uh, as you're kind of opening up the door, moving out into the visitor's parking lot. You look back, and she's, like, still waving, like, through the glass, kind of watching you all as you go. Okay, hey, Alvin. How'd I do? You did surprisingly great. I, I, they showed us a movie when I was feeling saner and it seemed like everybody in the movie's parents were named thomas and martha so uh i figured that was the best bet because i have no idea what my parents names are yeah that background check they're gonna run might bring up a few red flags but oh i think she's a bad person and i think we're probably going to have to kill her but (laughs) we have to see on that but for now let's head to the diner it is nearby the retirement area maybe there's some old folk there. If Maybe we can steal one of their key cards. All right. So the two of you head down the street to the diner. Uh, say Rena maybe joins you. Uh, and then we'll cut over to Elaine and Maria, who you arrive uh, at the Whitehall Advanced Care Clint, uh, Center. There are multiple locations around the valley, but you're specifically going to the North Phoenix one. Um when you arrive, uh, you notice that it's, it sits kind of on the, the slope of a fairly large mountain, kind of this like sort of rustic desert desert uh, landscape on the mountain itself. And you can see that the sort of the main entrance kind of weaves up from the main street. And it's probably a quarter of a mile or so before it actually flattens out and reaches uh, the, the, the facility itself. It's, it's very much removed uh, from the street. Um, on the east side, you can see that there's like visitors, visitor parking. It's uncovered, uh, probably half full at this time of day. Uh, and then off to the west, you can see that there's covered parking. It's all numbered for employees, mostly full, but you can tell that there's a handful of spots that uh, that haven't uh, that are empty. Uh, gorgeous desert landscaping all the way up. Saguaro cacti just kind of towering up in the sky. Uh, you can see all these desert desert flowers and bloom, everything left and right. Um, the main you can tell that there's it's sort of a whole complex as you get there, and you're looking at some of the the signs that are kind of directing you to where you want to go. There could be three large buildings. Uh, there's like the main building, which is like five stories high. It's the largest one here. There's a a west annex and an east annex, and some of the signs seem to direct you depending upon what kind of care. So, like outpatient care and physical therapy heads to the west annex. From what you can tell from like the directories, whether you're doing it online or looking here, the east annex is dealing more with like hospice and palliative care, and like the the main building seems to be like long term non palliative care, uh, where where it seems to be like most of the residences. Um, 
you can tell like in front of the main building there's this like circle or, and there's like a bus that's there like you can tell that has like the the markings of Whitehall Clinic on the side looks like one of their uh their kind of key buses that might kind of take some of the residences on field trips or something like that uh, yeah you pull up and what is your strategy so I think we were going to go in relatively straightforward initially, uh, Elaine, right? We were going to just be yeah. visiting our folks that are here and only go with Sutterfuge if we had to. Yeah, and mm -hmm. see what we can come across. Okay. Uh, so you're coming to visit your Uncle Luther, is that right? That is correct, yes. Okay. Uh, and so Uncle Luther is like here because he's got memory issues, correct? Okay, and then, uh, in the strangest of coincidences, uh, your neighbor, Mr. Ponder, was mm -hmm. also uh, delivered here as well. Okay, uh, so you go inside. No issues getting in. Uh, you can tell there's a very grand entranceway. Almost looks like a, a very high-end uh, like hotel. You can see like this huge reception desk, multiple people working. It's right there in the center. Behind, you can see these like this like long gorgeous hallway that has like these these uh, kind of glass walls that seem to lead out to some kind of center courtyard where kind of in between the triangle that's made by all three of the buildings coming together you see it, there's like this ho whole host of elevators off to one side there's like this little fountain area you can see that the some of the signs are directing you to like the cafeteria it's kind of listing these the different uh, the different companies that are here like local coffee shop local smoothie shop local sandwich shop and everything um and then you can see that there are a variety of workers moving around coming and going uh but the central when you come into the the central reception desk you see there's two folks sitting there it's kind of a large somewhat heavy set pale woman with like red hair kind of tied tightly in a bun she's got kind of pinkish or peach colored uh, scrubs on. You can see sitting a, right next to her is a kind of a slender, like dark-skinned guy with a kind of high fade. Uh, and he's the one who kind of speaks up when he sees you coming in. He's like, can I help you? Uh, yes, hello. Uh, I'm here to visit someone. Uh, okay, sure. Excellent. Uh, do you have the name of the of, of the, uh, of the Mr. Mr. Ponder? Uh, do you have uh, a full name for the patient? Uh, his first name is Reginald. Reginald Ponder. Okay. Are you a relative of Mr. Ponder? Uh, I'm not, but I should be on the visitor list. Uh, okay. I will be assisting with payments. Understood. Okay. Here, one second. Let me go ahead and you just, you hear, you're just clickety-clack, enhance, mm -hmm. enhance, enhance. And just... <laughs> One second, one more. Oh, I see. Oh, he's uh, oh, he's new here. He just recently joined us. That's wonderful. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, oh, looks like son Stephen. Yeah. Oh, yep. Yes. Uh, what is your name? Uh, Elaine. I uh, I need a full name, please. Graves. Elaine Graves. Uh, oh, yes, you are in fact on the list, Miss Graves. Uh, okay. Well. Mr. Ponder, here go. Let me get you a visitor's pass. He kind of reaches down, grabs just like a like a basic little thing. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and make sure that's there. Uh, like it's 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 visible, so no kind of questions uh, while you're wandering about. Uh, but he is on uh, floor number three. He's in room three thirteen. 
Uh, elevators are right behind you. Uh, you are free to visit for as long as you like. Uh, this isn't a hospital, so we don't have very finite rules, but uh, you're welcome to, to have some. If you would like to bring him down, we have plenty of uh, recreation activities over in the West Annex. Uh, the uh, If this is your first time here, we have... Uh, you can see behind you kind of points back down that large hallway. We have the garden. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you care to, uh, uh, if you care to uh, get some fresh air with Mr. Ponder, I'm sure that will do him good. Excellent. Thank you. I, his son did mention he was asking for me. Uh, so. I don't have that information here, okay. uh, but uh, that, that's wonderful. Do you know who is in charge of his care, or would I be able to find that out in his rooms? Ah, uh, let me see here. Well, uh, it looks as though kind of clicks, 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 kind of goes through some things. Uh, oh, uh, I see. Oh, Dr. Burlow. Uh, yes, Dr. Burlow seems to be his attending. Uh, is he uh, or are they available to be spoken with today? Do they speak with family? Friends? Uh, well, normally, let me see. You are not official contact, uh, but Dr. Burlow is not here currently okay uh, i have to plan a visit to come in with steven then i appreciate all your help that would be ideal if you had family with you being a non-family member there is a limit to what we can provide uh, in terms of information but you're welcome to visit yeah i understand hip all that and elaine will nod and be like well thank you and step aside for maria so okay. i'd like to think that maria kind of came in a little bit late because she was kind of grabbing a smoke outside before and so like mm-hmm. elaine was kind of having this conversation so maria is going to walk right over to the uh, the woman so if you were having desk. a smoke first of all uh, I, I don't want to gloss over that uh you would probably need to do so at, at a significant distance away from the actual hospital uh, and you would you would probably spy that there are like a handful you can tell there's a handful of workers there a couple folks in scrubs a couple folks in like orderly gear some of them just looks like groundskeeper crew and stuff like that and they're kind of off uh, on the opposite side of like the employee lot, you can see them huddled around this uh, this kind of small area where there's like this kind of uh, looks like a palm tree. They're kind of huddled over there smoking, but you can tell no one is anywhere near the building when they're smoking. Okay, um, and so then yeah, I will wander over because uh, kind of assuming that's kind of the designated smoking area, understanding those mm-hmm. rules for these things. Sure. Just kind of wander over and typical summer Arizona small talk Ugh. crazy monsoons lately and they kind of look up at you and then yeah and no crazier than any other I suppose you uh, you, you got uh, you got like physical therapy or something here you thinking of moving in visiting family oh okay okay well, uh, that's great. We're kind of on break here, so. Uh, just making small talk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure. Can I look at some, like, any uh, badges, names, in case I have to name drop somebody that works there? So yeah. I can see any names on any of the badges. Uh, sure. Uh, one of the badges... Uh, has uh, a name Peter uh, Popor. Uh, one of the one of the guys wearing scrubs. You can't really see anything on the uh, on the fellow that's um, 
That's kind of dressed up in maintenance gear. Okay. All right. Um, and so I'm a, and so I can't see Peter's job title. No, I mean they got they definitely have the look of either uh, you know like an orderly or okay. or a nurse or something like that. You would think. Okay. Um. Does the maintenance guy have like a tool belt on him, or is he kind of pushing anything around? Whatnot? Uh. Definitely has like this, like the these dirty cargo khakis. Has a tucked in uh, collared shirt, long sleeve underneath. Uh, you can kind of get the vague scent of gasoline coming off of them. You can certainly look like it. Certainly looks like to you. That's probably someone who who kind of maintains the uh, the landscaping around here. Mm, okay. All right. Uh, well, I certainly didn't mean to interrupt your uh, break time. Appreciate the okay. chat. Um, yeah. Drawn <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so you turn around, I guess. All right, fine. Uh, all right, so you go back inside. <laughs> I didn't even really try very hard to turn you when you just... All right, you go back inside. So when uh, I, okay. When I go inside, um, I'll go straight to the... Um, to the woman that was sitting up front. Okay. Um, and so I'll just kind of walk in and be like, uh, how's it going, Miriam? Uh, to who? Who are, you, who are you doing this to? The other woman, because you said there was a man and a woman at the reception. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you uh, you go up, you say, hello, how's it going, Miriam? Miriam, yeah. Okay. Uh, and she looks up, and I assume she has like a, like a, like a name tag or something that you're reading off, and... And I'm also assuming that if my uncle is here, that I have been here before. Yeah, sure. Uh, she looks at you like a little kind of taken aback. Like you kind of tell her she does not recognize you. She's like, um, it's going fine. Um, can I can I help you? Uh, yeah, I'm just here to stop by and see uh, Luther. Uh, what? Luther who? Uh, Baum. Baum, Luther Baum. Okay, sure. One second, and you know, kind of same process basically. But eventually, you kind of get your your visitors. You're like kind of a visitors thing. You're directed up on the fourth floor in the same building. And Maria was like, you sort of see sort of a look on Maria's face. Uh, <laughs> yes, Chad. I do not have any smoker <laughs> etiquette for small talk. Um, so you'll see kind of Maria was, she's just going to kind of walk over to Elaine and just be like, you know, the last time I was here to see Uncle Luther, uh, Miriam and I had a whole conversation about her son Porter and his baseball and how he was doing. And well, it just seemed like she just forgot all about that conversation. I just she's talking to you, Ashley. Why don't you bring up the like the baseball of the sun with Miriam? Like you go to Lane, you ask about Sorry. it, ask her about it. Like, <laughs> I was reading chat. Links and awkward. Okay, all right. So do you guys go and visit your uh, your selective uh, 
relatives and such. Yeah. Like, okay. I, I'm assuming if, All depending right. on how long it took her to smoke, Elaine probably wasn't even there. She was probably already probably up not. in the room. <laughs> Maria's talking to some other random woman who's like, I don't know who you are. My name <laughs> yeah, is not sorry. Elaine. I, I thought <laughs> I was gone. <laughs> Security. Uh, okay. So we'll say the two of you kind of go off visit. Okay. We're going to cut back away from Awkward Town uh, and go over to Alvin and Rust. Uh, you're in this, uh, you're in this diner. It's kind of mid to late morning. Uh, we'll say Rena's with you. Three of you are sitting uh, in a booth. Uh, there's, it's a very kind of old school diner uh, feel to it. Like it certainly doesn't look like something, it, it looks like something kind of cut out of, out of time in some ways. Uh, so it definitely has, that kind of classic, uh, that classic like bar, and you can see there's a handful of folks that are kind of at it, and they're drinking their coffee and like newspaper. There's not a like the 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 three of you, including Alvin, are probably the youngest people in here aside from whoever's working. Uh, and I would say there's probably about a half a dozen other folks in here. It doesn't seem very busy at all. That will post up on either a table or the bar counter, mm-hmm. and like, here, Russ. Take order whatever you like. It's on me, and then we'll just kind of scope the place out, see who's just either minding their own business or up for a chat. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll awareness, uh, intelligence, I guess, as you kind of just sort of give the place a once over. Uh, minimum of two, but if you do better, uh, maybe you'll get some more things. Okay, I can roll five here. three success okay three successes okay so you notice uh okay you're gonna notice i would say two things with that uh you notice that there is there are two sets of people here that you think uh are probably connected to the uh the sunset trails and the main reason is because you because you come in and then you see another group kind of comes in after you you're kind of drinking coffee or whatever scoping out and you notice like you can just see coming down the street, there is a golf cart, uh, and it's driving in this direction, kind of parks in the in the in the actual uh, parking lot itself. And you would know that those types of vehicles don't have a ton of like distance to them, and so more than likely, it's probably somebody from uh, from the actual unit. And so it's a it's a man and a woman. It's kind of hard, like you kind of take a look at them as they wander in, and it's sort of hard to pinpoint their age. They as you're watching them to the point where you're 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 almost gawking or staring at them as they wander in and they're kind of uh given a, a booth to sit in uh like they they certainly have kind of graying hair uh either all gray or some of them have, some of it has streaks of white but you can tell they like they they look very tan like their skin looks very uh kind of like like you don't kind of have that sort of wrink it doesn't have much wrinkle or wear to it and considering this is Arizona like it, it kills you know kills your skin and it's kind of noteworthy to the point where it's it's almost alarming in some way um the other person you notice is up at the is up like at the actual bar or counter I should say and you can tell that they uh, actually are from sunset trails because they have what looks like a polo shirt and they have a sunset trails uh, logo on and it looks like they work there. Rust leans into Alvin. Who who do you want me to approach? How about these old folks? They seem to just come from the 
the retirement place themselves. In the I like it. And Russ jumps up because he's had a couple cups of coffee. And he, he, he marches himself over and stands right in front of their table. He's got his hands in front of him. He's got a smile on his face. But he is. So his hands are in front of him, but their palms out. And he's pushing against them to see if they have any reaction. Okay. Uh, all right. So you come up. You stand in front of them. One of them kind of turns towards you. Uh, and uh, they they look up at you. And then they like, okay, two eggs over easy. Uh, coffee for both of us, of course. Uh, no, no bacon or anything. Rye toast. And uh, do you have fruit? And then, the, so that's like the woman kind of giving her order. And the man kind of comes in, does the same thing. And you don't feel any resonance coming off of you. Um, those sound like great orders. I might, I might order the same thing. I don't know if they have any fruit though. The coffee is good. We were told the coffee would be good. I haven't had a lot of coffee before. It is good. My name, kinda... uh, my name's um, Quixote. Uh, Sticks out his hand to shake the the gentleman's hand. Kind of hands out. Hello, uh, how you how you doing, Quixote? My name's Robert. I'm, I'm Robert. That's that's a great name. Hi, Robert. Listen, I hate to bother your breakfast, and I, I know it's very rude of me, and and it's. But but I've got question. I've got a question I have to ask you, sir. If you if you don't mind, we came out here. My friend and I over there. See the the two of them over there. By the bar, they're getting ready to order breakfast. Uh, you, sure, I see. Uh, definitely see them, Kyoti. That, yeah, good. They're best best pals. Her, I don't know her very well. She's not very nice, but he's one of my best pals. But listen, we came out here because I saw the website for for where you live. I saw you come up in that golf cart, and I thought that's where my parents should live. And so I came out here to to see about getting the place for them out here. And Eloise very nice lady said i could not talk to anybody but i saw you coming from there so i thought i would at least ask you if it was a nice place because she said she would set up some kind of virtual call with my parents thomas uh, and martha okay that's a lot Kyote. i'm i'm just gonna be honest with you and then you just the woman oh robert leave him alone he's she's trying to do right by his parents it's wonderful uh, Kyoti, it is a, a wonderful place. It is, uh, honestly, we've, we've lived in, oh, I would say, what, a dozen different places over our time, and this might be the nicest. It's not, uh, it's modest, of course. It's not very large. Uh, our, the, you, you, you know, when you hear the phrase trailer, uh, certainly that conjures up an image, and, uh, it's, much better than that, of course. And the community. Oh, my gosh, the community. So active. So many activities. Everyone is so nice to one another. We're always doing things together. Uh, the facilities here are amazing. We have an enormous pool. The clubhouse, uh, and you can hear Robert just <clears throat> kind of coughs, and she just sort of like skips past, like not even really paying attention to him. Oh, and... And if you, and I don't know if your if your parents are in good health, but we on site on site medical care an on site clinic. Are you kidding? They, it's like we're in the 1950s again. 
They send out their medical examiners to professionals. They knock on our door, make sure we're okay. Like we don't have to go wait in line at a Walgreens or something like that or wait three weeks to get an appointment with our uh, with our primary care. If something's wrong, we can just go right there. Uh, it is absolutely delightful. Uh, this was the best decision we've made. That's amazing. And, and so the doctor is – does he like work for the community or is he like a private guy that comes in? Cause my, oh. my parents have some medical issues, but oh. I just figured I'd have to pick him up and take him to, you know, not really bad or anything, but I mean, they're in their sixties, not like you guys in your forties. <laughs> what? No, I'm, I'm 67. Robert's 72. And you look at them. Those ages are just not adding up to you. Kyote. Wow. You guys look, I mean, I, I know it's rude to say things like, you look amazing. That place must really be good for you. Oh, it's wonderful. It's just fresh air, active living, a supportive community, and just the peace of mind of safety. We look after each other. Uh, and, you know, it, I'm sure when your your parents get here, they're going to love it too. That's fair. And I saw that there was really good security. I mean, I, I worry about them. They, they live in Phoenix now, and you know how some parts of – I mean, they live in a good part, but still, you know, there's crime everywhere. But I saw those gates and key cards. And Do they have, like, other security there, too, to protect it? Absolutely. Of course they do. We have like oh, a police force or your own security guards? Oh, we, or? Yes, we do have security, of course. Yes. Uh, they, they oh, that's so good. 24-7 – Absolutely. They're delightful people as well. Do, do th are they a private company or do they work for the for the community? You know what? That is a good question. I am not sure. I would imagine that – well, I, I just don't know to be honest. I don't know. That's Robert, fair. do you know? And he's just he, – you can tell like this whole time, Kyoto, he's just kind of staring daggers at her. Uh, I don't know. Uh, doesn't no. matter. What's the difference? Well, I'm, he, I'm sorry, Robert. I – I got I got hurt in the war, and sometimes I, I I don't think really well. But I I know it's really important to make sure your security is good, and I just like to make I like to look into the companies that are going to take care of my parents. That I, I apologize for interrupting your breakfast. That was rude of me. Um, my friend Alvin will buy your breakfast. Actually, he said he was going to buy mine too. So when the waitress comes over, just have her put it on his bill. Uh, well, thank I'll you. tell her. Thank, thank you, Kyoto. Thank you. That's very nice of you. He goes okay. back to the bar. All right. Uh, Alvin. Al yeah, go ahead. Alvin, you, you got to buy their breakfasts and, and mine too. And what they're ordering, I want to order two of those too for me. I He'll be confused. Like, oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. You're the best, Alvin. Okay, so were you doing anything? Would you want to do anything else, Alvin, while you're here? Yeah, well, at the bar counter, maybe this worker. Okay. Maybe I'm up a bit. Like, hey, how's get your morning started? How's it going? Uh, he just kind of looks over. He looks pretty tired. I mean, you can tell he's kind of drinking some coffee, and he says, "Uh, it's good. Uh, it's good. Uh, yeah, uh, just kind of got to get a cup, another cup. You know, it's one of those mornings. Oh, yeah. Got a lot on the to-do list." Work nearby. I got my friend here looking to get a place. Uh, yeah, right down the street, Sunset Trails. Yeah. What do you 
mind asking for what you do there? Oh, uh, maintenance and things, you know, handyman stuff. Fixing a little of this, a little of that. Does it get pretty messy? A lot of breakdowns? I mean, it's a pretty big community, you know. Lots of people there and lots of little things that need to get fixed from time to time. You know, changing out locks and, you know, painting this, painting that. That kind of thing. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, why are you so interested? Oh, my friend here is looking to put his parents in, and we're just trying to get on. Get a little know the place a bit. No, oh, well, I can't help you there, man. I'm sorry about that. Uh, they don't, uh, they don't uh, let recommendations come from employees. Makes sense, makes sense. Yeah. Anyway, uh, listen, it's good talking to you. He kind of starts to get up. You can see he kind of takes a last swig of his coffee. Goes to sit down. You can see hanging from like his belt. You can tell he's got one of those key card things, like on kind of on an extended, uh, extended. Uh, uh, I don't remember the, the name for them all, but it's like an elastic, uh, elastic beam connected to his uh, his belt. Kind of puts down a couple bucks, and he's like, eh, "See you later, Cindy." And the woman who's been serving, like, "Okay, see ya." Uh, and uh, he kind of, well, good luck. And he starts heading back out. Anything else, Alvin? No, I'll let him go for now. Okay. Uh, let's kick back over then to Elaine and Maria. Uh, so you are, you both kind of, do you, do you separate and kind of split off and go look at your, you know, go check in on your, on your, your family members and friends and such? Yeah. Cause I don't know. Do we want them to know that we're like together or. Uh, we can connect if we need to. Okay. okay. Yeah, because Elaine texts you, like, his room and floor number, so you have, like, a general idea of where she's at, but she'll head up to Mr. Ponder's room. All right. Elaine, uh, then we'll start with you. You go in Mr. Ponder's room. You can see he's there. He's got the television on. Looks like Price is right. Drew Carey is calling people down. Wheel is spinning. He's sitting up in a chair. He's got a big old smile on his face, but he's got a bandage on his forehead. Uh, and uh, he's got slippers on, bright, big window, light kind of swooping in. Uh, you can see there's like a, a kind of this welcome package on the, like on the table nearby. It's got this plant, and he sees you come in, and his, his grin gets even wider. <gasps> Elaine! Oh, God, it's so good to see you. Oh, come here, come here. Oh, let me see you. It's been forever. He and Elaine, out of it. Elaine gets you know, a big old smile, and she's really happy to see him. No, oh, come uh, on, come on, come here, <laughs> come on. And then, like, oh my God, what happened? What happened to your eye? Uh, what happened here? And he kind of just reaches up and starts poking at your eye patch, like completely breaking boundaries. Oh, wait, what? What the heck happened here? Yeah, uh, I just got jumped. You know, you got jumped. Yeah, I heard you did too, though. Uh, I had an incident. Stephen's yeah. making more of it than it is. I had an incident. I got confused, and I apparently said some things I shouldn't have. I got, you know, and a few, uh, a few rapscallions uh, took it the wrong way, and, uh, you know, it's all more than, you know, I feel fine. I don't need to be here. I miss, I miss my, uh, my townhouse. I do. Yeah. 
<sighs> I've been here two days and I already miss it. Well, how have they been treating you here? The place seems real nice. Oh, they're great. Everything's fine. It's fine, you know. I feel like I'm, mm. you know, I feel like I'm a, I'm a kid again, though. I mean, people tell me when my bedtime is and... You know, they bring me my meals, which is great. Or I can, you know, they got some restaurant or something I can go to as well. I don't know. They keep telling me about all these different things I can do. And there's mixers. And ah, I'm too old to make friends. I don't want to make any more friends. Most of my friends are dead. And that's fine. Yeah, I mean, we're friends, you know. I said most, not all. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, you know, and Elaine laughs. Well, did you want to take a take a walk around? Sure, sure. G- go ahead. Give me a hand up, please. He's like, my, my, I've been getting dizzy lately since I banged yeah. my head. Oh, and, and he does look to be he he looks pretty good actually compared to last time you saw him. He definitely looks yeah. to be a little bit because last time you saw him was in his home and whenever he had an mm-hmm. incident, he kind of looked very confused. But he seems a little bit better now. You kind of get him up and yeah, you can kind of start wandering around. Sure. Yeah, and uh, yeah. nowhere really in mind. She's just wandering. Okay, fair enough. Maria, you you go and you visit your uncle. Tell us about your uncle. Uh, yeah, so Uncle Luther um, probably has been here for a bit. So, um, you know, he's probably a bit more kind of advanced. Um, so she'll kind of go up to his room. Um, and I would say that... Um, You know, there's always something fresh in the room. Like she can tell if her aunt has been there recently, like if things have, you know, just kind of look like they've been freshened up. And so it looks like um, Aunt Pearl has been here uh, recently. She'll usually like leave a Mm -hmm. note uh, in the room. Sure. Uh, And you can see there is a note. Um, It's dated. She was here day before yesterday. So she might be here today. You never know. Uh, so she'll, you know, just kind of you go inside. He's sleeping. Okay. You can see okay. he's asleep. It's and it's late in the morning though. Like it's kind of he sh- he probably shouldn't be sleeping this late, but you can tell he's 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 sleeping. Okay. Um. So I will uh, go in, turn the TV on, kind of make some noise, see if I can. Okay. So you wake him up. Uh, the TV kind of comes on. Bryce is right. Uh, and uh, and kind of you kind of open up the sh- you know open up the curtains and everything. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And you you hear him, <laughs> and he wakes up with like this horrible start, and he's kind of like no no, <laughs> and you can tell that he is he is extraordinarily disoriented. Not again! No 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 no! Uh, and he but- kind of starts to huddle and put his hands over his head and everything. Uh, Uncle, it's me. Uh, it's Maria. No 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 no! It's not you! It's not you! No no no! No, no, it's not you. No, yeah, I know. Yeah. I know who you are. I don't go away. Go away. I don't want you here. No, no, no. I got nothing to. No, 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 no. Who, do, who do you think I am? I don't. I don't want to talk to you, Annabelle. Go. No. He just kind of keeps holding his hands up, and he's he won't even look you in the eye. I. Now it's. It's gonna be all. It's gonna be all right. And so Maria's gonna go into her pocket. Okay. Um, and you're gonna see her pull out. Um, she's got this old um, Leatherman tool, mm-hmm. 
It's like one of the original, like early eighties Leatherman's that was her uncle's um, that he had given to her. And so she'll kind of bring it out. And, you know, it's kind of something that she uses kind of when she visits him to just kind of put in his hands and just see if he'll kind of feel it and um, kind of ground himself a bit. And so she'll kind of be like, no, uncle, here. And she'll just kind of set it kind of on the bed towards him and just kind of step away and see if he'll kind of grab it. And Okay. Um, roll charisma and like persuasion. Charisma and persuasion. All right. That's five dice. Uh, and he's worked up. So I'll actually say three on this one. He's Three successes. Just, yeah, he's pretty worked up right now, and you're kind of approaching him with it. So, understood. Uh, I got exactly three, uh, two eights and a ten. Okay, so he's you can see like he's 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 kind of almost swiping at you, but you kind of grab his hand. It's it's feeble. He doesn't have a lot of strength, and you kind of just put put it in his hand, and he kind of grabs wraps his hands around it, and kind of shaking a little bit. You take a few steps back. And you, <gasps> Maria, Maria, when's you get? When did you get here? Just got here, Uncle. Just got here. You see him just kind of like, kind of move the, and then his hand, and like you, you could tell he's lost some like dexterity in his fingers, but he's kind of shaking, kind of opening it up a bit here and there. Um. Is Pearl with you? Uh, Pearl? no. No, I think she'll... Maybe later. It's been, been a little bit since she's been here, so maybe. Uh, but we came separate. Uh, oh. Oh, okay. Okay. And he's like, come here. Come here. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of like reaches up and he kind of like... Kind of pats you, like, very gently on the side of your face and... He just kind of like his hand still shaking, kind of reaches down, grabs the collar of your shirt, and kind of pulls you. Get me out of here! And just it's haunted, haunted. And just kind of starts like just pulling at your shirt a bit. Like, She's coming for us. Annabelle. Yes. And you see his eyes get like really big, and you can tell like the cataracts is kind of just killing him a bit here and he's like struggling and he's like starting to weave a little bit you know wheeze excuse me is like breath is getting kind of heavy he's getting really worked up at that point and it's, it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay um you, you hear uh, is you, you hear some footsteps and someone comes in like okay hey there luther looks like we're having an excited moment and you see a woman kind of steps in probably a nurse maybe you recognize and she's got kind of you know scraggly uh, uh curling hair like okay all right someone's having an incident okay everything's fine everything's fine and she's like excuse, excuse me excuse me she tries to kind yeah, of like I, push past you a little bit i, I got him i got him i think he's he's doing all right he was uh nobody had come in this morning already? I mean, you know, don't usually let him sleep in this long. It's a little late for him to still be, uh, curtains were still drawn. He was still oh, uh, sleeping. We've been in multiple times. Luther's just, uh, just a little, little sleepyhead today. That's all. We've been in, oh, what is it, Luther? Three times this morning. <laughs> uh, that's okay, I mean, you though. didn't even, you didn't even open the curtain. Oh, sure we did. Sure we did. But little Luther here got up and closed him, didn't you now? 
Yeah, yeah, I did. It was it was bright. It hurt my eyes. I couldn't sleep. Is this is this new that he's not sleeping at night? Oh well, he's always had trouble, as you know, with sleeping. Sure, uh, but you know, it's uh, we've had some storms lately, and it's kind of made a lot of noise and some power fluctuations here. We have we have backup generators and everything, but causes some flickering. The HVAC system made everything a little hot for a while, but uh, you know, nothing. It's nothing to worry about. Uh, Maria, right? It's Maria. Yes, yes. Nothing to worry about at all. No, he's just, you know, he's, otherwise he's doing great. Isn't that right, Luther? Aren't you doing great? I'm doing great. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I do some sort of a roll? What are you trying to? Just to see if this seems to be. uh... Okay, Uh, let's do something like, uh, let's do insight with, we'll say, maybe wits. Uh, that's five. I'm rolling, and that is um, where are we aiming for six. Uh, six is a six is a minimum for a success. Yeah. All right, two successes. Okay, two successes. Uh, you don't sense any like ill like you like you're not kind of getting anything from this woman body language wise. Like it's just no nerves just, or anything. Just yeah, it just sort of seems like she's just kind of going throughout her day. She 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 cares, but not as much as you, obviously. Yeah. But she it just does has seem that like, tone about her. <laughs> yeah, a like, slightly patronizing, a little condescending. Like, yeah, just a little condescending. But at the same time, she deals with Luther all the time, and you don't. So, you know that kind of thing. Um. But you don't, yeah, she doesn't seem to have anything, like, there's nothing about her that seems to sort of strike you as odd. Um, you definitely get the sense that Luther seems, like, he seems ner- he seems scared. Distressed. Like, he, he's, like, yeah, he's definitely kind of under, un- like, it, it, it's different from the last time you saw him. Okay. Um, Probably the last time you saw him, though, might have been with Pearl or something like that, too. So you're not sure necessarily if it's, if it's just her not being here or if it's something else. Yeah. And I'm assuming Annabelle is not like a family name. That name doesn't ring a bell to no. any relatives or anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think um, like I think I've got him now. I'll probably just kind of spend a little time with him. Oh, that's great. You know what? He didn't eat. Uh, that's another thing, Luther. Uh, gotta eat, don't you? Gotta take your pills. Gotta eat. Can't take your pills without getting some food in you. So if you could be... It would be wonderful if you could get him to eat. Uh, uh, we have his food right over here. And she kind of, like, wanders over, like, right next to the TV. You can see kind of partially obscured. There was, like, a tray. It's got, like, the warming cover on it. And she kind of brings it over. If you could just get him to eat, that would be great. And uh, when, yeah, let let us know, and I'll I'll bring his meds for him. Okay. Sure. Is there a um, maybe a table outside of the room that maybe I could kind of take him out and then eat sure. and sort of observe some people at the same time? Sure, absolutely. Get him, yeah, get him up and moving, some fresh air, socializing. That'd be great. Thanks, Maria. Thank you. All right, Luther. What was your name again? I'm sorry, I'm blanking on your name now. Oh, I'm Penny. Penny. Thank you, Penny. Appreciate You're it welcome. all. You're welcome. Okay, you two have a fun visit. Uh, and she she wanders off. 
reminds me of my customer service voice. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that this game is hard to do like accents. You just have to do like intonations because everyone's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, we'll kick back over to the Sunset Trails crew. Um, what do you two want to do? So Kyoto's sitting there and he's he's got eight eggs and <laughs> about a half a pound of breakfast sausage cooked up and he's mixed it together and he's got mustard on it and he's just shoveling it in. He's like, Alvin, you have got to try this. Have you ever had anything this good in your whole life? I, I've had plenty of eggs and sausages. Man, you're living the life. Listen. Those two people over there, they're in their late 60s, early 70s, but they're not monsters. I tried to repel them and had no effect on them whatsoever. That's interesting. They do look quite young for their age. I know, right? And uh, so there's on-site medical and on-site security, but it sounds like they may be contracted from other companies, so there may be vehicles moving in and out throughout the day they've got their own food services so they've got to have food coming in and out they've got enhanced security on the gate like we saw and roving patrols at a minimum one area they didn't or the old the man robert didn't want his wife to tell me about was the clubhouse so that may be a key point of investigation no obvious entryway how'd i do hey reva how did i do and she goes, she's, and she takes the earbud out of her ear. Um, what? What was that? Nah, she had, she's, had, she's had, she has like AirPods in her ear the whole time. <laughs> uh, I, I really don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just let it, let me know when we're actually going to do something like this is, that's a lot of eggs. I think. Have you ever had to- eggs, mustard and sausage? It needs a little more mustard, but it's so good. Vegetables are good for you, you know. Oh, I love vegetables. I get them out of the... That's what gets thrown away more than anything. I'm vegan. She puts them back in her... (laughs) I really don't like her at all, Alvin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Who do? Who do? It wasn't the vampires everyone would hate. (laughs) It's the 27-year-old gig economist. Uh, Okay, so what do you want to do? Yeah, so it's locked up pretty tight. Need to weigh in. Um, now, was... this place is huge. So so you can tell just by kind of looking around that the the actual community is, is extraordinarily large. And, like, that wall just kind of weaves around. And, like, it's just desert kind of behind it. Like, you can see it's flanked by desert. There's the main road that comes across the south side and kind of curves up the east a little bit. But otherwise, it, like, kind of pushes out onto just desert waste. And... I mean, you can tell like there are there are spots here and there on the exterior walls you're driving around where you can tell like the the coloring is ever so slightly different. Like it's likely this is where it was expanded here and there, but it doesn't really have like these clear like lot expansions. But it, it's more kind of circuitous in some way or nebulous. Um, but it is quite large. Uh, you would you would guess that there is uh, at least a few, at least several hundred trailers in this uh in this in this community you know we could always set up 
watch during the day find out what security company provides security support when they do a guard swap steal a couple of uniforms and then at night go over the wall then we just look like a roving patrol i think i stick out pretty bad if we went over during the day yeah maybe like night maintenance worker i was just talking to he works there well that's a good idea get the same get up where did he go? We can go have a talk with him. I just had him. We, we don't have to talk with him anymore. We can just sort of get his gear or like look similar. Oh, that's so, what I meant. I meant I meant knock him out and steal his stuff. Oh. <laughs> you saw him get into a truck out in the parking lot for the diner. Yeah, but before we go knock out some folks, how? just a little idea if there was... Maybe like a lost and found in the diner. Maybe a bunch of workers come by. Maybe just happens to be like a badger too lying around. You are so oh. smart, Alvin. I would have never thought of that. Okay. Uh, so we're just going to do... Yeah, this is just pure luck. Um, whether or not there's something in there. So I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Roll... Hmm... Roll wits combined with charisma, right. and we'll see how much strength or how much uh, how much successes you get. All right, uh, that'll give me forty tens. That gets me five. Oh, two tens. Two. So Ooh, that's, that's four a and a six, so five. Okay. Um. Okay, so you ask for a um, you ask for a card, uh, or excuse me, you ask for the you ask the, the the waitress who's running the counter for a lost and found. Uh, you make up some story. It's not it's not difficult. No role necessary. She kind of wanders back into the sort of the management off, management office area. Comes back out. She's got this big old like you know business file uh, box. She kind of takes the lid off. She's like, nah. Have at it. Just let me know if you need anything. And those uh, those folks over there said that you were going to pay for their uh, for their price. Is that is that right? I just oh yeah, wanna... I've got it. No problem. Okay, great. I'll put them both on the same tab then. Okay, you guys just yeah, knock yourself out. Hey, um, while we're looking through the lost and found, could you bring me a really big stack of pancakes? Sure, we get a full stack for you. No problem. And, uh, and same... some whipped cream on his bill. Yes. Uh, Can you put the whipped cream a little bit between every layer? I've never had pancakes like that. Well, I'm sure we could. Yeah, absolutely. No problem. Ha- happy to help. So Thanks, Alvin. Wanders out. like, full stack, whipped cream between each bit. He calls it out. Okay. Uh, all right. So you're... You're going through it, and you're looking... You want, you want there to be a key card is what you want, huh? Hmm. Okay. You've rolled five successes. That's a lot. Or, like, or even like a security hat with the security logo so we would know who the security company was or something like that. Okay. I think we'll say you find what looks like a thing of keys, uh, but it's like heavy. So it's look it's definitely like maintenance keys, and you can tell like it's got uh it's got like a couple a couple different 
what are likely like deadbolt locks. Uh, and you can see that in addition to that, there is a, uh, there looks to be um, like a maintenance card. You can sell it. It's got that Sunset Trails logo on it. And it says Chad Grit. You can see a photo of a, a guy probably in his in his early to late 50s or so. He's got this kind of salt and pepper beard. Did not look like the man that you were speaking uh, to, Alvin. Um, you also find, as you're kind of going through it, uh, what looks like um, what looks like a wallet. You open it up, and you can tell that there's as you're kind of flipping through like the things that are in the wallet itself. There's like some credit cards and stuff, and the ID, and you recognize one of the cards that you pull out, and it is a lockroom control ID card. You recognize it. It's just sort of like their their basic ID cards. You can see that it's kind of been tucked away behind a couple and a couple of the other credit cards in here. Uh, it's not for the same guy. Uh, it looks to looks to be for someone by the name uh, of Stephen Robertson. And it seems very plain name. You see a kind of a uh, what looks like a, a kind of a fairly dark skinned man. He's got a very tight military cut, uh, and you can see he's got a very thin mustache, uh, but nothing nothing too outrageous. Got something. Lockham's got their hands on this too. Should have known. Well, now at least we know there's a nest of enemies in there. But we'll take the keys. Okay. And Coyote will definitely pocket the Lockrum ID yeah, card. Sure. Yeah, you can take whatever you like. Yeah. All right. All right. So and then... You take that, and there's a, there's a bunch of other stuff in here, but none of it looks to be particularly interesting. Um, but you have, so you have like a, a ring of keys, you have a ID card for what looks to be someone who works at Sunset, uh, and then you have what looks like a, a lockroom ID card as well. Okay. Uh, anything else you all want to do next? Your pancakes obviously come out. <laughs> Um, and Kyoti's so excited by their finds that uh, he's just picking up pancakes with his hands and eating them as he <laughs> he turns down. And he's like, "So now we got we got the means to to maybe you know maybe uh, Elaine can fix up these IDs or something, and we could you know get a couple of uniforms and go in over the wall at night." It's perfect. All right. Uh, okay, so you get your pancakes, you start eating with your hands, Rena looks at you with disgust, and we will cut over towards uh, Elaine and Maria. Elaine, what are you doing? You've been going on this walk with, with Mr. Ponder. Is there something in particular you're trying to do while this is happening? Um, One of the things that she's doing is she's trying to observe, like, what's security like? Like, uh, is there a lot of cameras? Um, she's... Yeah. Cause she wants to know like when she gets home, if she's able to get hacked into here and view it, like what, what's her options going to be like? Uh, sure. Uh, wits awareness. As okay. you're just trying to take a, a general idea of security surveillance, all that kind of stuff. No problem. Um, what's my target number? Uh, minimum of well, I'll say the minimum of two to get some basic information, but the more you get, the more you the more 
success you get, the more things you might observe. Okay, I'm going to spend a willpower to re-roll three. Okay, so I have four successes. Okay. I had only uh, one. <laughs> fair enough. That's a good re-roll. Uh, all right, so you would notice as you're wandering around uh, a couple things. I mean, in terms of security, there definitely seem to be security people here. Um, they're not set up in any way that makes it look like this is abnormal. Uh, but you can tell that there are people who uh, they're wearing khakis and collared shirts and such. Um, you can tell all of them, though, are pretty, pretty built. Um, like you can tell, like there's none that kind of these, these don't look like, you know, just sort of cheap renter cops, like any random person. But all of them, you can tell they fill out they they fill out their their collared shirts pretty, pretty nicely. Um, you can tell that there are. On every floor, there are multiple cameras in every hallway. Uh, you don't notice any cameras directly in the rooms, but you notice cameras all throughout the hallway. You would imagine that every single door into every room uh, is on camera based upon the way it looks. You're pretty sure it's on some sort of closed circuit You would, you know, with your knowledge of these things, um, which means there's probably some kind of room somewhere in the building or the this this complex that likely is, is sort of a security office uh in your basic walks in like the, the normal public areas with mr ponder you haven't seen that room uh but there also is like a huge administration like administrative wing on the main floor that you know people don't go down unless they work here so you would you would guess it's down there um but otherwise that's probably what you would learn there um the other thing you notice we'll say maybe you kind of you go off and you have a little walk outside with him uh there is like this nice garden area where you can tell a lot of people are taking breaks drinking coffee some are visiting etc um but then if you left and you kind of continued heading northward you notice that like the the garden area kind of gives way to more sort of desert landscape and that extends a little bit and then eventually you just see the mountain kind of go uh kind of kind of slope up uh but you see that there is a a very large uh wall that's that's like half cinder block half iron rot uh so you can see like these bars that are kind of sticking out of the foundation of the cinder block which kind of blends pretty nicely with the uh, with the desert browns and beiges. And you can see that along the way, uh, in, on, on some of these iron rot links here and there, there's kind of an extended pole, and you can see that there's cameras up there as well, as if it's sort of surveying the grounds itself. Uh, but there is a significant chunk of, um, of, of like, the, the mountain itself that goes up. And with four, you had four successes? Um, and you can tell, like, just by looking up the mountain, um, I mean, you can definitely see, like, in the distance, like, it looks like like birds, like, like probably, like, scavenger or, or hunting birds, like a hawk or something. And more than likely, there's coyotes or something up there as well. Uh, and that might be what this is, this is kind of keeping an eye on for. It. You don't see any gates or anything like that going behind. Okay. Uh, Maria, what have you been doing? Uh, so uh, Maria and Luther are kind of out in kind of like a little floor uh, area. Um, hopefully there are some other kind of residents out there, you know, kind of while I'm helping him mm -hmm. kind of eat up his breakfast. Roll an awareness test. Uh, 
Uh, wits is fine. All right, that's four. Let's see how I do with that. That is a three successes. Seven, eight, and a nine. Okay. Uh, three successes. You recognize somebody out here on the patio uh, eating, and you can tell has a newspaper out, is reading at the same time. You see Katya. Uh, she's she's she appears to be sitting with another woman of of some age, kind of you know, definitely got like this this curly gray hair that's got a like hints of like old dye that are draining out. But the two of them are are sitting at this glass outdoor patio table uh, near the the edge of this garden area uh, she, she doesn't look at you she's not, she's not staring at you but she's out there okay uh, so Maria wants to kind of place herself in Luther somewhere that might be in you know kind of like eye range um, of kind of where Maria is so hopefully kind of behind the other woman um, if that's if logistically possible uh it is do you okay uh do you um, want to do anything more i'm like, i will obvious just about it, be raising kind of my voice as i'm kind of talking to him just being like you know all right luther let's get you that breakfast uh that uh um penny there told me that i needed to make sure you ate all of this and so she's kind of like just elevating kind of her voice a little bit just to make sure that katya would hear hear me okay uh at no point does katya look in your direction there's no point does she follow the voice uh i'll tell you this though roll a wits test and add sut maybe some yeah maybe sutterfuge okay all right i've got three to roll for that uh two successes okay uh do you want to willpower that for more um, only rolling three dice. Sure, I will try the other one and see if I can go three for three. Okay. I did. Eight, nine, and ten. So Excellent. Three successes. So you notice uh, she's been she got her she got this newspaper out. She's talking with this old you know this other woman, and not unlike what you're doing, uh, she she talks fairly loudly. And and there's a lot of people talking loudly to each other. This is a <laughs> Sure. There's a lot of elder folk yeah. here. Uh, not trying to be a jerk, but it happens. Um, Hearing is not what it used to be for several folks. So you you notice actually that she she like kind of very carefully kind of folds up her newspaper. It looks like she was maybe working on the crossword or something, and just leaves it there. She doesn't take it with her. She just kind of leaves it right there, and then she almost kind of forces the other woman to get up and she's like i don't want to go yet and like what are you what are you doing ruth i don't want to go yet and then like she grabs the woman and they kind of wander off but the newspaper is left behind okay uh clearly i'm going to uh before anybody comes to clear that table i'm gonna look around make sure nobody seems to be watching me try to be uh it's a it's a public patio. There's a lot of people out here. Uh, whether or not anyone's specifically looking at you, I mean, I'm sure at some point somebody will, their eyes will glance over. Uh, you don't get the sense that anyone's like eyeing you down or anything. Okay. Then I will go and retrieve that newspaper. Okay. You pick it up. Uh, 
and you can see that the crossword has been filled out. But as you're looking at it, you realize that the crossword puzzle is not really making any sense uh, in the sense that like it, like the letters aren't adding up and like, Mm -hmm. but as you watch, you realize like there's a message in it uh, and it seems to be numbers and a time. Uh, And then she says, uh, yeah, there's something like something along the lines of um, trying to think of like how she might word it specifically, but You get the sense, like, danger, okay, supernatural, and then she lists a room number, and she lists a time. Okay. So, 9 p.m., 5.14, danger, supernatural. Okay. And I will, at that point, uh, um, shoot a text over to Elaine. What day is it? Is it like like today, September 23rd today? Or is it like before 514? Uh, it's, it, it, remember, it's monsoon season, late, we'll say late Got summer type of, type of okay. deal. So I don't have the exact date for you, but we'll just say you know, it's, it's not today. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, and, and Elaine will text you back, uh, and it's kind of cryptic, but she's just kind of like, just suggesting that we'll talk after we leave. Uh, that it, but, uh, and ask where you're at, and then she'll bring Mr. Ponder out to, to kind of like meet up. So you two are wandering about out on the grounds and you mm-hmm. stop to kind of do the texting thing. When you look up, you can see Mr. Ron- Mr. Ponder has wan- you know, kind of wandered off a couple feet and you can see he's standing kind of on the desert landscape, like just outside that gardened area. Uh-huh. And he's just kind of staring like out towards the mountain a little bit. And then he kind of looks down on the ground and he kind of looks over and he turns around towards you and he just looks lost. Hey, Mr. Ponder, you all right? What's happening? Elaine, when did you get here? Oh my God, what happened to your face? You know, know, I just, stuff happens. Stuff happens. You're wearing an eye patch, and he just kind of reaches up like he's gonna pull it down again. Yeah. And Elaine's like, uh, you know, what's what's your routine like over here? Let's let's head back to your room. And looks around. He's like, routine. I don't even know where I'm at right now. He Hmm. kind of looks around. Where am I? What do I do? I notice anything up? At the mountain, like where he was looking. Uh, roll awareness, wits. Uh, he was kind of like all like all around, but you can roll if you're like if you're specifically looking up the mountain. That's fine. Okay. One, two, three, four successes, and I get to roll one more because I don't have enough dice. Nice. Five successes. Five. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, yeah, you notice actually in in the distance. 
it's a ways up there, but you can see there's a handful of birds that are kind of circling around. Uh, definitely, definitely something like they're scavenger types, you know, kind of circling around. It's a ways up. Uh, it's not giving off like any like supernatural vibes or anything. I don't know what that would look like. It's just an awareness <laughs> I don't test. Know. Uh, you're not casting a spell or anything. Like that. I don't uh, know. No, it's just you just see birds uh, circling around uh, up the mountain. Okay, you would okay. you would lead, it would lead you probably to conclude something is dead. Something died or is dying, and they're they're scavenger birds or something. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that kind of like weirds Elaine out, and she just kind of wants to get Mister Ponder back in his room. Sure. You go ahead and you start wandering back. Maria, you do probably something similar. And we'll cut back over to the Sunset Trails crew. Uh, okay, what's the plan for you guys now? We'll say it's a couple hours have passed probably since you've been out here between breakfast and everything, scouting around. What's next for you guys? Yeah, I think next is sort of working with what you just got here. Try to get up or uh, make a get up outfits have all this badges and access and, and just go in like at a night, check out the place. Okay. Uh, Kyoti, was there anything else you wanted to do here? Like you guys, you guys are free to leave and kind of go prep something else. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, there's nothing else he wanted to do at the diner. Um, okay. Uh, so yeah, you guys, you guys can leave. Uh, is there anything else you want to do at all? Kyoti? Other than vomit, because he's really, really sick now. <laughs> um, he pukes in the island. He's like, I, <clears throat> well, we gotta get, we gotta get uniform somewhere. Um, and he's looking around as he leaves to see if anybody's paying any particular attention to them as we leave the diner. Do you leave? Would you say you left before or after the couple, Robert and Linda, that you spoke to? Probably after, because we step stuck around and we're okay. Eating um, some extra pancakes. Okay. Yeah. You don't. No. 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 Notices. You don't notice any anyone kind of staring you down at that point. Doesn't look like the woman uh, at the at the counter uh, cares too much. Um, but like as you leave, like uh, thank you know, as you're leaving out. Thanks so much. Oh my. And like you hear, just kind of mumble like best morning we've had in weeks. <laughs> Uh, but no, you don't hear you don't hear any nothing else like suggests that anyone's staring you down. And I look over to uh, Rena. Rena, do you got any uh, resources or contacts that can get us a couple of lockroom control security uniforms or mock up a maintenance uniform so we can go over the wall tonight? I could. Oh God, your breath. Ugh. And some uh, mouthwash. I need mouthwash too. <laughs> uh, I don't eat a bunch of pancakes, whipped cream, and mustard in the same meal. It didn't set well. Uh, and you can see she pulls her phone out. And just, maintenance get up or something. Okay. We can describe. I mean, Alva can describe it mm-hmm. to you what it looked like. And then it, I'm assuming Lockroom Security Standard Uniform. They're all over the place, you know. They dress up like cops for the most part. So she like she shoots off a text, 
or actually it's not even a text. You see her have an app, like it's like an app. Like she's doing something, it's almost like WhatsApp or something like that. And she sort of sends a message and she gets something back. I can get us maintenance. Yep, I can do that. Mm -hmm. That's a no on, what would they call it again? Lock, Lock room control security. That's a no on that, but I can get us the maintenance. Why can't you get us the security? I thought you guys were, you know, highfalutin. Highfalutin? I said that right, Alvin. Highfalutin. That's that's what it's what my old nurse used to say when I get well when she'd get upset and we'd start thrashing around. They she'd say I was highfalutin, and then they put the straitjacket on me and hit me till I fell asleep. Highfalutant. Uh, no, we're not highfalutant, whatever that means. Uh, there's only so many resources I can tap into. And the more I tap into, the more it takes out of my bottom line. So we're going with maintenance. You're not a very nice person, but okay. I never said I was. Puts <laughs> <earbuds> back in. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, so. Other other than kind of waiting around and kind of go, or going and picking up those uniforms, was there anything else you were going to do between now and like nighttime? I think when when she goes to pick up the uniforms, he would uh, Russ would probably still be kind of taking a look at the perimeter and trying to figure out guard shifts primarily when they're coming and leaving the facility number of guards if they're going in and out in cars of two people or are they taking a van in which could have up to six or eight men with you know up to four men or four two-man patrols so he's trying to he's trying to figure out the yeah. rough number of security guards per shift uh intelligence awareness on that and we'll say this takes you know you do more of this you more kind of surveillance now that you have some more leads to go on alvin anything you're doing in the meantime I think it's just surveillance as well. Just get a day's worth of it. You can. You can I got days. Eight and eight, a seven and a ten. So four successes. Very good. On four dice. What was like the roll again? Uh, awareness, intelligence. If you're just kind of doing observation and trying to figure out things like this. Just one success. Okay. Uh, that's not too good. Uh, however, Kyote, uh, if you're looking specifically for security, they do seem to come in and out. Uh, if you're spending, if you're spending a, a few hours, you notice that the shift change seems to happen, seem to happen around noon, uh, as far as you could tell, uh, as it looks like one of a very familiar looking vehicle, uh, pulls up, uh, it looks like the vehicle that kind of pulls up is SUV style, but you've seen these before. They very much look like, uh, actual cop cars, but you can tell that they're not as you, you know, closer inspection. Uh, they go in, they seem to have their own cards. They don't, that's, so they go up and they're just kind of let in gates open. They drive in, uh, you can see shortly after another vehicle drives out, same kind of same sort of tagging on the car. Uh, with four successes, I'll say, despite the fairly tinted nature of the glass, uh, you could tell that there were uh, four people probably in that in that SUV that came in, uh, and looks like around four on the way out as well. Um, whether or not that's the entirety of the security, or if the forces overlap, you're not sure. But at the very least, you know there's at least four agents on site. 
Um, what else would you have? Uh, Maintenance-wise, you see the guy. You see like a, the what looks like a Sunset Trails tagged truck. It's just a normal truck, like an F, you know, an F two fifty or something like that. But it has like the Sunset Community Trails logo, like magneted onto the side of the truck. Uh, and you can tell it's a maintenance truck because there's all sorts of different like you know toolboxes and things. It looks like a, a worker, you know, work worker's truck. Uh, comes and goes a couple times. Uh, you think it's probably you know you would, you would guess maybe just going and getting uh, you know running doing like a Home Depot or Lowe's run or something like that for whatever. Uh, but they come and go. And it's the same vehicle from what you can tell, and it's the same vehicle Alvin that you saw out in the uh, when you were at the at the restaurant as well at the the diner. Um, Is there? A- do we see an exterior garage um, that might house uh, vehicles for the facility? No, uh, there are a couple vehicles. There's there were two vehicles that you saw in like the leasing office. The only exterior building outside of the wall is that leasing office, and it's okay. you know it, it's not a huge it's not a huge sized uh, uh, building, uh, but you can tell that there's two vehicles there. One of those you presume is probably uh, Eloise, the one you went, and there's a second one. Does it look like the maintenance uh, truck is left inside the compound at night, or is that a drive-home vehicle? That's probably something you would have to figure out. You'd have to wait around till night just to sort out. Um, hmm. you do, And you do see a handful of other vehicles come and go, normal-looking vehicles, mm-hmm. nothing special, just probably residents and things coming and going. Well, we could always follow a resident. When they stop and go in someplace, pop the trunk, get in the trunk in the maintenance clothes, have them drive us back in, wait till they park, wait an hour or two. I mean, it'll you'd be a little cramped. Then we could get out and pretend to be maintenance people and check out the common areas. Whatever we have to do, got to get in there. Okay. So we'll say next couple hours you all go and you, you or maybe Rena just goes and picks up the the main, you know some sort of maintenance uniform that approximates what you the, you, you were able to, to provide as a description, and then you guys are kind of waiting around for her to do this you know as you're surveilling and whatnot, and we'll 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 jump back over then uh, to Whitehall uh, and Elaine and Maria. Uh, what are you two doing? You, you you send some texts to each other. Do you do you eventually meet up or? You return your your various uh, patients to their rooms. Uh, yeah, Maria wanted to see if she could chat with like a neighbor or anybody, just kind of trying to get a sense of like anyone else seems to be having some um, kind of acting a little different than normal. Okay, uh, sure. Next door to your uncle, there is a elderly woman uh, by the name of Starla Rudd. Uh, perhaps you have uh, have met her before uh, mm-hmm. at one once or twice just in passing uh, but when you return uh, uncle Luther to his to his room we'll say Starla's door is open you hear the sounds of what what seems like daytime television she's probably watching her stories mm-hmm. uh, what'd you like to do I'll just you know kind of you know knock on the door and just be like hey Starla you can see she's like knitting something and she's watching and she looks up and she's uh, uh and she pulls her glasses back down. <gasps> Maria, is that you? 
Yeah, it's Maria. I was just stopping by to see Uncle Luther. Oh, God, I haven't seen you in ages. Oh, goodness, you look... Uh, well, darling, you look terrible. Oh, my God, you need to moisturize more. Look at look, look at this and look at you. I'm 30 years your senior, and my skin is glowing, and yours looks like you've been crawling around in a sewer. Yeah, yeah, you were, you know, you were the housewife. I'm a plumber. How many times I got to tell you this? We don't live housewife. the same life. How Housewife? Excuse me. You you know you were. I you managed a department me. store for 14 years. It was a Bloomingdale's. Thank you very much. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sure. I have a very, I have a big type when it comes to this. Like, I'm dating all of my old people for sure. <laughs> like, okay. So, but yeah, you kind of, you know, you, you sort of do some basic catch, you catch up and stuff. And she tells you about what's going on in her stories. And, her, you know, like kind of just sort of just for a small talk. We don't have to play it all out. Uh, but at a certain point, I would imagine you're trying to fish for some kind of information. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so how, how do you do that and the, what are you looking uh, for? Yeah, this n- nurse Penny, she's telling me that Luther's not sleeping well and... Oh, I know. I hear him tossing and turning. Oh my God, that poor man. What are you, what are you hearing? Like this, this is new. This is, you know, he's always slept like a log. Well, I don't know if he's always slept like a log. I, I'm not privy to that kind of information, and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure Pearl would not want me to know that. Uh, so don't go saying I said anything. I don't want to deal with that accusation any further. Uh, I am not husband hunting. I've already had three. I don't need another. Anyhow. ladies, you and your stories, not everything is is just like that. You tell your aunt that, okay? I'm I'm just a friendly neighbor is all. Anyhow, your your uncle, they found him wandering. I was, I I don't even know what, what is today? Today, is it Thursday? It's Thursday. They found him wandering a couple days ago. I think it was last Friday. He was just wandering around. Uh, They had, what was the word they used? Uh, uh, A fugs, fugue fugue state, they said. Mm. Had no idea where he was, how he got there, things like that. Where did they find him? Outside. Outside, middle of the night. Well, you know, before dawn, at least. Uh, that's... He was, he, was, he was rambling about some lady. Annabelle? Yeah, that's the name. Right there. Yeah, he, he did just mentioned that to me when I was in there. But I, I mean, nobody told me about this wandering in the middle of the night business. Well, they probably—they told you, Aunt. Don't worry. That's not like they're hiding anything here. They're very nice people. Is—is oh. is anybody else having these uh, states? Well, I mean, maybe the the problem. Like, I mean, the the st- I don't. And she starts to speak really loudly because, like, you could hear someone pushing a cart past, and they want she wants the person out there to hear. I don't know what they're doing lately, but some people just aren't doing their jobs. It's ridiculous, Maria. Everything's coming late. People don't do the proper check-ins and check-outs. You know, I put my trash out. No one even picked it up. It's like the staff just doesn't even want to work anymore. They forget what we pay them for. They forget how exorbitant of a cost their services are. You, you do pay good money for good service. 
They say they say your, your uncle is losing his mind and his memory. Well, some of these people have forgotten what we pay them for is what it is. Is there um, just has there been a lot of turnover lately? Is just new faces around? Uh, not, you know, a few here and there. More faces, you know, we don't see as much anymore. You know, the, the, they don't come. They don't check on things. You know, they they left a woman locked in a bathroom for like six, six, uh, six hours. I think. Oh no! That's what I heard. Anyway, it's down on the on the on the fourth floor. This, you know, it's not. Uh... Well, actually, wait. No, you're on the fourth floor. It's up on the fifth floor. Well, this. I mean, is have you told your kids about this? Have they talked to management or anything? I mean, oh, we have not... lodged a complaint or two. You can. I sure. Yes, we pay top dollar. Uh, for my services here, and uh, I, that means promptness, uh, courtesy, and attentiveness. Uh, it's right there on their website, and they're clearly not doing some of those things lately. It's like they all just lost their minds lately. Are they uh, welcome raiders? Welcome, Diesel Shot. Diesel Shot, thank you so much for the raid. Very kind <laughs> of you. Very much. God. <laughs> I have a problem. I just really enjoy playing old women. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Uh, okay, so yeah, go ahead. Was really, thank you so much, by the way. I really do appreciate that. So they're asking? around. They're just not doing their job. It's not necessarily new people, but they're just focused on other stuff. Yeah, you, you got it. That's it right there. Some of them just, I haven't, I haven't seen a few of them. They're supposed to come check on us. They're supposed to take the trash. They're when we ask for, like, I ordered, you know, I don't personally like going down to the dining room uh, for lunch. I like taking my lunch in my room so I can watch my stories. Mm -hmm. And I don't, it, it's, it, it's, 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 it's a flip of the coin whether I get my sandwich in the afternoon. I need my protein. Well, that's just an injustice for all the money that you paid to be here that you're not getting top You understand. Service. Of course you understand. You understand. Of course I do, Starla. Of course I do. Uh, did you get your lunch today? Did you get your sandwich or can I go get it for you? No, I got it, but I had to, I had to call multiple times. The kitchen, they weren't answering, and then they finally did, and then they copped an attitude with me, of all things, because I was upset. I have a standing order. I shouldn't have to call every day, okay? They said, oh, they couldn't find their runner. What do you mean you couldn't find him? Or they're the 16-year-old kids. Just, they're just find the, the, the dime a dozen. Just find another one if they're missing. Who cares? Oh, you know how it is these days. Yeah, they're very lazy, this new generation. Very rude. They do not respect their elders. They they have some attitudes, some of them do, for sure. They do. They do. One of them called me a boomer? What does that even mean, a boomer? I, you know, it's, 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 like, it's like a curse word. It's just so rude. <laughs> I, uh, I was very upset. Yeah, so you go on for a little bit while longer. Uh, okay, let's let's look over. Elaine, what have you been doing with uh, with old Mister? <laughs> well done, Australis. <laughs> okay, Boomer. What do you want to do, Elaine? Um, Elaine would definitely take him back to his room. Or on the way, she'd ask, uh, 
do they have like a like communal computers or anything for the residents? They do actually have a computer room, yeah. So that's where Elaine would take um, Mr. Ponder to like the computer room. Okay, he'll be like, why are we going here? What? Don't you want to play your slot games for a little bit? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And, so uh, you, uh, <laughs> you set him up on one of the computers. Yeah. He's playing some random, like, crappy, like, like old, it's almost like old slot. JavaScript stuff, yeah, like, yeah, that yeah. doesn't really work half the time. Okay. All right. And then um, she is just, like, connecting to the Wi-Fi, seeing what she can just, like, easily get access to. Mm -hmm. uh, and then she's going to try and, like, if it's not, like, actively, like, watched by somebody, um, try and hide, like, a USB in the back or something. Okay. Um, I mean, it wouldn't be a USB. It would, it would be some sort of... Uh, or whatever you, you want some sort be. of, like, data collection device. Okay. It is a, It is yeah. just a... Con like, this would just be... you. This would just be, like, you know, residence, right? Like, you, you could yeah. be collecting... Okay. Um, all right. So, if you want some sort of data kind of collection device, why don't we do... A little like retroactive. Do a tech, um, probably int. As you as we'll say, almost like like a blades in the dark style flashback. We see like Elaine kind of tinkering with something to sort of collect like pull data uh, off of these computers here. Reroll three of these. Cool. I have uh, four successes. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you can you can piece together some sort of like data cloning device or something like that, where it can kind of read hard drive stuff and kind of kind of clone it. Um, these aren't. I mean, like these are decent computers, but they're not the most advanced in the world. Uh, they're mm -hmm. not the, the newest. You could tell, but they're not terrible. They're not horribly slow. And so, yeah. And there's it's a whole kind of computer lab, but it's also at the same time like a lounge. And you can see most of the people who are on it. You can you can hear in the corner people doing like virtual uh, meetings with their family. Mm -hmm. Like and like you can hear like the sounds of people trying to direct others how to use like the the, the Zoom correctly and everything. Um, but yeah, you can you can kind of rip some basic data off here. Um, cool. It's pretty like it's it's pretty broad net, so you're not sure if you're going to find anything useful. But you you have something for it. Uh, yeah. The you know in the back of your head that the better place to do this would probably be an administration computer, administrative. Yeah. Computer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so does two of you eventually meet up? Yeah. All right, you've been here for a while now. It's it's well past lunch, uh, middle afternoon, we'll call it. Mm -hmm. um, you finally meet up. Both of your respective, uh, respective friends, family are back in their back in their rooms. What do you two? What do you want to do next? So, Katja wants to meet up at nine today. Today, yeah. Yep, she gave me a room number and a time. Okay. So. They don't have, like, typical, like, meeting hours or anything. I think they said at the beginning that it wasn't necessarily super strict about yeah. being able yeah, to. Yeah, 9 o'clock is kind of late. You would probably guess you you would, it would be, you would, the only way you'd kind of get in there at this, a, this time of day 
at that time of day is if you had some sort of special permission or emergency or something like that. That's probably most most in most of the people who are living within this this facility are of advanced age. They're probably either in bed or nearing bedtime at nine nine p.m. Uh, I wonder if uh, this is like an Ashley question. If we could see about spending the night, or at least you, because uh, Uncle Luther hasn't hasn't been sleeping at night. Uh, yeah, it's definitely worth the ask if he's been struggling a bit to see if like that would be allowable. Yeah, I would say both of you would know that is against policy. Is it okay? Yeah, like it's one thing for some, you know, like the the spouse or something to doze off during the day, but like overnight stay. Gotcha. At least my time working at a White Hall. Uh, <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> no, they would not let that happen. So, sounds like we'll have to sneak back in. Okay. All right. So All we'll right. say uh, sh- Maria will take that bug that she got earlier, um, and we'll leave it in uh, Uncle Luther's room. Sure. Okay. So you just find a place to to to, to put it. Um, is there? I'll tell you what. How about you roll a uh, roll a Sutterfuge intelligence to see if you can find like a good place to put it where you're pretty sh- confident no one would look. And the the uh, higher the roll, the better, because it will be potentially contested by someone's awareness. So that is two tens, which means it's a crit, which means it's a four, because I didn't roll anything wow. else that was above. Okay, excellent. Um, I will spend a willpower to roll the other two, just to see if I can get a higher since it's contested. And I don't, so it's still a four. Okay. Uh, all right, four it is. You place the blood. You, pl- you place your bug, Elaine. You retrieve your your device, your data sort of uh, your data cloning device, and then the mm-hmm. two of you you leave the grounds with a plan to return at night. A couple hours pass for both groups. I'm gonna kick back to Kyoti and Alvin. You got your. We'll say Rena comes back. She's got these uh, these these very uh, unflattering looking uh, bits of, of sort of maintenance get up. Uh, it looks like a little too tight when it comes to the shirts, a little too baggy when it comes to the pants, a uh, little hat that has like the sunset logo. It's got the sunset trails logo and the polo as well. Uh, but both of you have the, have the get up on and you can tell she's just sort of leaning back, like chewing her gum, popping her bubbles. Well, don't you two make a pair. Oh, you're not coming along. Oh no no! I have I, I can come too. So Alvin, do you want to go over the wall, or do you want to try to ride in in a, in a vehicle? I'm okay either way. I mean, it, the wall might be less complicated. Might be harder though. Yeah. So, were the security gates like manned, or was it just like sort of a ID punch card in sort of deal? It's an ID card. Yeah, uh, you did not see a manned security gate outside. Whether there's anything on the inside, you don't know, but you don't see anything outside. Did we see any uh, button cameras, security cameras over the gate? I will say, yeah. Like when you guys, when you guys were close enough to the to the leasing office, you, you both would be able to see that kind of stuff. Definitely, there were cameras. Uh, at the gate, there were cameras by the leasing office, for sure. If we try to go through the gate, I think we're going to pop on film. If they're watching it from the security office somewhere on the grounds, 
might get a little hectic. We can try the wall then. I like it. Let's do the wall. Okay. Uh, so this is going to be more of a uh, of a stealth thing than I would say a climbing thing. Mm-hmm. I think the two of you are smart enough and capable enough to figure out how to get over a wall. Uh, but let's go ahead and do both of you, uh, go ahead and roll some stealth, um, dexterity, I suppose. All right. Rolling five dice. You're waiting until after dark, right? Yeah. 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 Well, after dark. Seven, nine, six. That's three successes. And I'll spend a willpower to reroll the other two. Because uh, I'm assuming this is going to be contested. It will yeah, I got be, one yeah. success, but I will also reroll with willpower. Okay, so I got a 10, 9, 6, 7, 7 for five successes. Very I ended nice. up with three. Okay. Okay, that's not bad. I mean, it's not it's not five, but I mean, like, you know, you're an old man. Yeah, but I still can't drive, so. <laughs> <laughs> and Alvin didn't kill his parents, I suppose, too. There's that. <laughs> there is that. <laughs> all right so um i would say just you don't have to be too specific about this but there's the southern main entrance by the leasing office there's an eastern side entrance both of them have cameras and such um and then there's this you know it's a it's a huge complex uh relative to the gates where would you be trying to hop over the wall like so- how far away from them i'll say I think we would box out wide and come at the far wall on the desert side and look for a dip in the wall where you get kind of a convex when you go over the wall. So you've got denser shadows on the ground mm-hmm. on the opposite side. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, so we'll say, and Rena's coming with you. Uh, you know, I keep her pretty passive until you all want to have something happen. Uh, but the three of you, sure, you, you kind of, Keep your cars at a distance or your vehicles at a distance. Find a place to put them that might not be too too noticeable. Um, and you work your way around to the northern side of the complex, northern side of the wall. You find the dip, and we'll say that the three of you can easily help each other. Someone kind of gives the boost and kind of pushes up. And they're not wrong. These are surprisingly tall uh to the point where you can't really see over them like meaning like you like even if you you back away it's so hard to kind of get a view but eventually you the three of you kind of hop over and what you see as you do is a sprawling circuitous trailer park uh with very well-maintained trailers variety of layouts you can see some double wide some single some with porches some without none look to be messy or disorganized in any fashion uh, you can tell that some of them have you know they're all, they're all kind of in the same range of coloring there are roads that weave between them but it is not grid style like this is like there are weaving roads here and there to the point where like without kind of some sort of overlay of the place. It's just, it's, it's almost kind of nebulous in some fashion. Um, you can tell 
in the distance as you hop over, like at, at, at once you're at like kind of the peak part of the wall before you hop down into the shadows, there's really only one building that stands out above all the others. Because everything around here is single story trailer stuff, right? You can see what looks like a two story building. You think maybe two, two and a half could have a, an attic or something like that in the distance. And I do mean distance. It's like a good half mile to a mile away. Like that's how big this complex is. And you can kind of see that you would probably piece together that's the you know that's the uh that's the clubhouse in some way uh you hop down um and you are i would say the closest trailer to you is probably a good 50 yards away when you hop down and they're not extremely close to one another you can tell that they do these are decently big lots when you hop down uh but when you hop down it is there there's there's occasional street lights here and there that are just barely taller than the, the the trailers themselves um and you can see they're all on. They give off this kind of faint kind of orange glow. Uh, when you're looking around the trailers near you, none of them have lights on inside. What, would you what time is it? Uh, since you said you waited well after dark, uh, I don't know, we could probably say like maybe at 10 o'clock or something. Because it would get dark probably around you know, seven or so here, seven, you know, seven thirty or something like that. So Alvin, does it strike you weird that none of these trailers are lit up? I mean, I know they're old, but I mean, they don't look old and they don't act old. I can't imagine they'd all be asleep. It does strike me a bit strange. Maybe we can check out nearby the trailers, see if there's actually active signs of activity that are left behind. Okay. Uh, sure. Yeah. You 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 go towards the nearest one. We'll roll your stealth over. Uh, you peek in through uh, uh, one of these windows. Um, you can see inside. Also, and looking for how uh, how the trailers are coupled into power, sewer, and water. I want to mm-hmm. make sure they actually have utilities going to them. So yes. they're actually living units. There are, in fact, hookups. You can definitely tell that they are hooked up. These are these are not like these aren't like uh, airline types. These are these are kind double of wide, like real double wide. They are sturdy and staying here, right? Um, uh, like like a slightly more mobile than prefabricated homes. Um, but yeah, all of you could tell they all have sewer hookups. You can tell they all have uh, electrical hookups. Uh, everything seems to be the way you would expect to find it. Alvin, when you step up, you you look in the window, you kind of sneak up, you look inside and you can see there's furniture inside. There's a kind of a modest living space. Again, this is, it's nice. Everything's very, very nice. You can tell double paned windows and everything. You can see what looks like some kind of wood or faux wood flooring on the inside. looks like you can see like a small little kitchen area with, these uh, these kind of stainless steel uh, appliances and such. You don't notice it. There's no one inside, though. Yeah, it is a bit late for people to be moving around, but it looks livable. Did you see anybody in there? No. Well, maybe, maybe they're all over there in the community center, then. We should make our way there. So three of you start to weave as best you can uh, into the direction of the of the, of the clubhouse. There, 
We'll come back to Elaine and Maria. We'll say it's roughly the same time, 9, nine o'clock-ish or so, uh, when you, you, I assume you head back at night to this place. Uh, the two of you yes. are trying to stealth in. Um, you, you notice that when you get here, uh, the parking lot is much, you know, it's much more empty. Uh, there's still quite a few vehicles in the, in the employee area, but probably half full. Uh, whereas the visitor side, there's like one or two, maybe, um, what, uh, what's your plan for getting inside vaguely? You don't have to get too specific. Um, like vaguely the idea was that, uh, we'd like bypass a door a locked door electronically locked door or whatever get in get up to the proper floor where we're meeting her at and just kind of like hide out until she can get there make use of elaine's perks yeah okay so go ahead and roll your perk edge for uh you're bypassing this because there are multiple ways into this facility there uh-huh. is the main way, but there are like side exits and things like that. You can tell employees can get in with their, with their cards. Yeah. Uh, so this, I think, why well, it's just what is it? Just tech intelligence. Uh, it's. Oh, it doesn't say. But yeah, what, we what, can do tech and. What is it you took? Sorry. I, I took sure all I access. Uh, uh, the global access perks, all access pass. Okay. I thought I wrote it down, but I guess I did not. You have to succeed at an edge test at difficulty four. So uh, the hunter can gain access to any kind of data on any subject or person. Uh, And then it's the global access perk. Right. So I still, yeah. So you need to do, oh yeah. The perk is the all access pass. Yeah. Okay. So difficulty is determined by the storytelling. It depends on the security sophistication. It's usually between three and five. We'll keep it at four. Okay. So it's difficulty four tekkent. Okay. Two, and I need to spend some willpower. Roll well. Three, four, four. Okay, hey. just enough. Whew. So you know that you know that it's in the main building. Yep. Uh, you know that there are multiple ways in. Obviously, you probably don't go through the front. Uh, which is still lit up. You can tell there's still people in the reception area working. Uh, so uh, I'll say, Maria, why don't you go ahead and roll the stealth then, uh, kind of leading the way since Elaine is kind of doing the uh, doing the subterfuge here. So why don't you roll a uh, stealth plus dex. Oh, boy. Um, uh, I and- am going to take that dice that we got earlier. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I've got one in each of those, so okay. we'd like to roll at least three. It was a DJ Quiver, I think, who dropped that off. Uh, and then I'm going to spend a willpower. I got an eight, a ten, and a two, so I'm going to re-roll the two, see if I can get that over, and I get an gotcha. eight. So three successes. Three successes. Okay, and again, it's it's all going to be contested. So yeah, It's the best I can do. Three, you said? Okay. Rolled three dice, got three successes. Okay. So we'll say the two of you work your way around back towards that gardened area, uh, mm-hmm. and you find one of the sort of smaller entrances. There are like all like a lot of the doors were left open during the day, but now at night things are closed. 
it's not completely shut down. There's still there's still people here. You can still see that there's there's people moving about, uh, but there's probably a third, maybe even a fourth of the amount of people working here that there were during the day and yeah, there's yeah. not nearly as many like there's like there's like no visitors anymore so it's like much quieter so you you find your way out back you find one of these 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 other doors you kind of get up kind of next to it get out maybe some of your you know whatever kind of little little pack you have uh and maria you are kind of keeping an eye on things you know whenever like looks like a security path happens you see the you see the flashlights on the ground you kind of three of you duck in a lane you're kind of cycling through it and eventually you get you get the uh, sort of the, the go button and then you can see that the the pad turns green and all of a sudden the electrical lock goes uh goes unlocked you push in now you know that there are main elevators you know that there are side elevators uh that are kind of more you can you know that those side elevators are sometimes used for like people running food or sometimes they're used for maintenance kind of going up and down but you also know that at least that that elevator is obscured from like the main reception desk area where you first came in whereas all the normal elevators are just like and, and there's no way to stealth to that right up front yeah there's also stairs you could potentially find your way up as well so how are you getting up to to floor five Stairs or maintenance elevator? I think stairs, because even maintenance elevators, there's noise and yeah. whatnot associated with the fact that somebody's moving around. So, okay, I say stairs. It right. takes longer, but hopefully stealthier. That's fine. So you sneak around, and again, rolling over your your stealth, uh, you kind of hide whenever you hear sounds of foot footsteps, and you can hear it at a distance. There's like this vague very faint music that's being played that you can hear probably in someone who's doing like a night is like the night manager or something like that probably just has at their desk, but it's so quiet that it's kind of echoing and it's covering some of your movements here and there, but you can still hear the echo of, of footsteps as you move. Eventually you get to the, you get to the door, the stairwell, push it open. You start moving up the stairs. So the stairs themselves are like up, landing, reverse, back up, up, landing, reverse, mm-hmm. back up. When you get to the landing of the second floor, you realize you're not alone in this stairwell. And you're you're taking those last steps up. You didn't really see anyone, but right as you're about to take like the third or, you know, the, like the third to last step before you get to that landing between the second and the third floor you notice that there is a woman standing on the landing. Her back is to you and it's right into the corner. And you can tell that she's got what looks like a gown on, a nightgown. Looks like a patient, you're pretty sure. And then you can see the stairs are right kind of behind her going up to the third floor. And her hair is frazzled and disheveled, and you can tell it's kind of hanging down behind it. Hangs probably halfway down her back. You can see a small lump in her back. You can tell she's probably got some sort of scoliosis issue. And as you get a little closer, you can hear her very, very faintly. (laughs) Mumbling to herself. Maria's just sort of going to shoot a look over to Elaine. 
Um, uh, I think we should sneak past her, you think? Just real quick. Yeah. <laughs> she seems like a patient in a fugue state, was, or do you want to go into a different room? Yeah, that was my first instinct, was just to sneak by. Should we roll sneak. a new sneak stealth test? Oh no, you've already your your stealth has already been blown as you take like two steps on the landing and you hear help me. Help me. Okay. She slowly starts to turn around. You see her hair is kind of hanging down in front like these little strands like this kind of black and gray strands. She's got of looks like liver spots and stuff like that kind of on the on her temples here and there definitely has that kind of worn look you probably peg her maybe in her maybe in her mid to late 70s as she turns around eyes kind of look up at the two of you completely lost like eyes are kind of trying help me uh where where's your room uh she just sort of points up. Uh, oh, no. All right, let's uh, let's go. Okay. All right, we'll take her with us and keep going up. Both of you, uh, could you make a roll for me? Um, uh, sure. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Stamina plus resolve. Okay. Goodness. Uh, four successes. Four. Okay. Uh, both of you go ahead and take three superficial willpower damage. What? Four is a fail. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, can I re-roll? I saw oh yeah, if you got that, yeah, you could burn your willpower for it, sure. Oh, okay. You said that was three, right? Yeah, it's three, three superficial willpower. Five. Okay. I will spend one to coincidental roll one of them. Okay, go ahead. And now I have five. Yes. Oh well, look at that. How convenient. Okay. <laughs> Great. Guys. How convenient. <laughs> uh, so you both have five. Yeah. Yep. Okay, go ahead and take two superficial willpower damage. Okay. So okay. much willpower damage. <laughs> so you 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 tell her you'll help her and she, and she kind of like situates herself between the two of you and you start kind of walking up the stairs to the next floor. I'm going to kick over to Alvin and, and oh, Kia. Oh, I want to ask her her name. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go over to Alvin and Kyote. You guys are uh, you guys are sneaking through. Again, I'm just going to roll over your stealth. Uh, we don't need to re-roll them. As you're trying to get towards the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. You've, you've passed by, we'll probably say, maybe a dozen trailers at this point. Just passing glances, same sort of deal before. They all look, you know, dark. They all look like they're abandoned in some way. Uh, oh, Chuck, thank you for the raid. Defenders are raiding. Are we late? 
Oh, yeah, we are late. It's 9.30. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got excited. My bad. Um, okay, we'll, we'll cut soon. Sorry. Uh, you, you, uh, yeah, you're, you're wandering, getting closer and closer. Um, all of a sudden, all of the lights in the complex go out. All of the street lights go completely dark. And the, the two of you and Rena hear what sounds like a horn like a like a sounds like a a loud kind of car horn or bus horn go off uh can we get onto the top of one of these trailers and lay flat sure uh i'll say give me an athletics test We'll say this is like a two, and as long as you pass, you don't make any kind of noise or leave any, or like knock anything down on the way up. Athletics dexterity or athletic strength? Either, whatever one you prefer. Athletic strength, five dice. Oh, crap. That's only one success, so I will spend a willpower. I have eight. Can I just take out? Yeah, you're good. Three successes. Okay, the two you get up, Alvin, you do so in a, without much. You just kind of grab grab the edge of the of the trailer with your hands and just sort of do a quick pull up and you're up there. KOT, it's a little more labored, but you get up there. You're fine. And the two of you lay down. Maybe someone reaches down. Rena gets up. You all lay down on top. Okay. You're still not right next to the clubhouse. There's still a couple more rows. And as you're up here, again, you're getting a little better view. And it's it's like some, whoever designed this place had no intention of making the roads navigatable. Like it's you, it, now that you're in here, it almost feels kind of maze-like. The lights are still very, very dark, but you can tell that there is like or like everything's still very dark, but you can tell that there is a light in the distance, and you can see it's over by the clubhouse. The clubhouse seems to be lit up, and you notice then that there's something moving, and you see what looks like a large, kind of private bus, and it's got all these different like orange lights around the side, and it's kind of pulling up in the direction of the clubhouse, and you could hear the sounds of the horn going off, and that seems to be what's making the sound. You also notice that it's kind of pulling up into this parking lot area. Uh, uh, right outside of the clubhouse there's all this empty space you can see that there's lights on all throughout that building it's kind of a beacon in some ways and you're watching as people are kind of filing out of it there's like dozens of people like this huge crowd is starting to form what looks like around uh around this this bus that's going up what you guys want to do Where's this crowd forming out of? Like, are they coming out of their homes? They're coming out, out of the, the clubhouse. The some of them seem to just like you can see. Some people looks like they've been moving away from their houses and kind of closing in. So the question, Coyote would have in his mind, and I definitely have in my mind: Does it look like they're waiting to get on the bus, or does it look like they're waiting to tear something out of the bus? Kyote, you would probably do some quick math in your head and piece together that there are way too many people outside and around to fit on that bus. Alvin, there's something there's something wrong with this. They can't be going anywhere in that bus. This feels so weird. I what's what's even happening? I don't know. Let's see if we can get closer. Okay. All right. Now I will ask for another stealth test as you're getting much closer now. 
And while you're doing that, we'll kick back over to Elaine and Maria. Yeah. You get up to the third floor. Just you just you just went up another ten steps, and she's you you hear you feel her like curve her hand around each of your arms, like this cold, bony hand around each of uh-huh. your arms, uh-huh. and like almost like a death grip. It's not hurting or anything like that, but you can tell like she's clinging, like she's struggling as you're helping her up the stairs, and you get to the door to the third floor. All right. What do you do? Here you go. She kind of looks up at you. Help me. What? What's your name, ma'am? She turns back over to you. Help me. And Lane take just kind of whisper like take her with us I I guess yeah (sighs) so we've got two more floors to go okay so you pull her up you kind of kind of pull her along with you to go up to the next one yes we do both of you make a stamina plus resistance. <laughs> it's so Good. funny. I, I had both of these places built up. I didn't realize we were going to be doing them at the same time. <laughs> I, only have, I only have one success and I don't have any more willpower to spend. Oh, no. <laughs> I, I've got one more willpower to spend. I've got four successes right now. Okay. You're gonna have to hold the foot. Nope. Nope. I only got four. All right. Uh Maria, take three points of superficial. Elaine, take uh you said you only had one success? Yeah. Holy crap, dude. Uh that's <laughs> six points of superficial willpower damage. I can't take any more except for I can take two more of those. So now okay, it becomes and then now it becomes aggravate aggravated as you go back through it. I've already, I'm aggravated. Those two that I got were aggravated. Yeah, but Did now you, you do the second slash on the ones that were superficial. Yeah, I'm full up. I only have four willpower. Oh. Okay. Oh, no. So what does that mean? Oh, I'll tell you. you well, basically, <laughs> you're going to lose control of Elaine here in a minute. Uh, yeah. For a little while. No. Uh, no. Maria, you rolled a four. Uh, so it's going to be three, three points of superficial. How are you doing? I've got... Three aggravated and four superficial, so I've got room. You do have room. Do you have. Yeah. Do you have. Do you, or have you become impaired? Has as your whole bar filled up? Uh, it's filled up, but not with aggravated. But it, but you're still impaired. Impaired is filling oh, okay. it up no matter what. Okay. Okay. Yes, I did fill it up. Okay, Maria, you feel there is nothing more important in your life or in this world than helping this woman. And that is all that goes through your mind. Whatever you can do, please help this woman. Okay. Elaine, you, you reach down, you kind of pluck the hand off of your arm. Uh You turn around. You don't even say anything to Maria zombie-like fugue state and you just start 
walking down the stairs. You walk Crap. down Shit. to the first floor. Door opens up. Maria, you don't care anymore. No. All you care about is helping this woman out. As the two of you continue to ascend the stairs. Elaine, you kind of walk back the way you came. You have a vague hearing of the uh, of the actual radio. And then you kind of open the door. You have, again, no real understanding of what you're doing. And you just start kind of walking into the darkness towards the mountain. Elaine! <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come back to Alvin and Quixote. How did that stealth test go? Pretty good for me. I got two tens and nine and a seven for six successes. <laughs> that is phenomenal. Okay. How'd you do, Alvin? I just got three. Okay, stealth is his jam. Yeah, that's very, very good. Okay. So if you get a little bit closer to the point where you're kind of maybe the last row or two of these trailers before that kind of big open park area where all of this huge crowd of you would, you would guess there's now that you're getting closer, you're seeing more people starting to like come out from between some of the dark of the dark of the trailers here and there. There's gotta be maybe 200 people, something like that. You, you hear like the humming of the bus and then you hear from the, like you're close enough. It's and it's dead quiet. Like they're not saying anything. No one's saying a word. And you can see all of them there. They all look to have like, it's very dark, but there's some running lights on the bus and there's some light kind of glowing down from the clubhouse. And you can tell that these are all probably inhabitants of this place, like community members. They have kind of that sort of retirement feel to them here and there. They're dressed like, they're not dressed in like nightgowns or anything like that. They're dressed in, you know, shorts. How many go-karts? No, there's nothing like that. It's just them. Everyone's standing. Everyone's watching. Ew. And you, the two of you hear a... And you see the door of the bus open up. And you see one of the people down, uh, down on the ground kind of steps up into the bus. Moments later, they step back out. And you can see they're leading what looks like this train of people. Uh, it's dark. You get some contours. You can get some numbers, but it's hard to get any, any real specifics about who they are. But one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, twenty people get out of the bus, not counting the one who went on. You hear the door closes. You see the bus start to drive around like it's going to do this massive U-turn, getting ready to leave. Meanwhile, the crowd kind of makes this U. And like that, that a couple of people come up and they're like kind of, you can tell they're cutting through what looks like hands and things like that, uh, like, like these bindings. And then you hear, like you see one of them kind of hold something up and then you just hear like the sound of a blaring horn. And then a, just a streak of like as fast as they can, but confused, all 20 of the people who got off the bus just start running in random directions. <laughs> And they're just kind of like disappear. Like they're just running where some of them are going away from you. Some of them are going by you. You see a couple kind of run right past where you're at. Like you can see them coming and they have 
disheveled clothes on. They look horribly worse for wear. Kyote, you recognize this look. You know what these these who these people are. And you're waiting, like you look back, and there in the middle of the parking lot, there that huge crowd of almost two hundred people are just kind of waiting, waiting, waiting. Horn goes off once more, and all of a sudden, like perfect synchronicity, all of them just suddenly get to a squat. Every single one of them are just like suddenly squatting down, and they burst out and start running in all sorts of different directions into the neighborhood. And we'll end there, and we'll pick up on that oh the next time around. Oh, my God. Oh, no. wow. We're in oh. so much trouble. Oh, so fucked. Are you kidding me? You guys are about to die to vampires. I'm about to get eaten on the mountain. I don't think they're vampires. I don't know what they are, but they oh. were out there in the daylight. They're like changelings or something. Yeah. From oh hunters to hunted. Oh, my something. Oh, my God. All right. That yes, was this is fun. so oh good, God. dude. I have like, I have all these rant. Like, I, I I remember having this. This is this is something I saw once when I was oh gosh nineteen or so, mm-hmm. and I saw. I remember because my my grandmother lived in one of these types of places, and I used to go visit her all the times. Visit her all the times. And like, I remember seeing like this crowd once outside of the clubhouse of one of these. Uh, and like, there was like this, this bus, like a, like a, like a shuttle bus, and uh-huh. a big old crowd around it. And I just found it to be the creepiest looking thing. Cause it was like <laughs> nine o'clock at night. It was dark. I'm like, what the hell is going? Nope. I don't even want to know. And I've always remembered that. And it's like how, oh, all these years later, oh goodness. Just wondering what the hell were they doing? Nothing good. Nothing very, good. very, very bad things. Very oh, bad. All around. <laughs> I uh, I gotta tell you, I was really surprised that this was happening. Like, I'm not kidding. I had both <laughs> these things. I'm like, okay, like, I'm like we're running these at the same time. We're running these at the same time. Yes. Okay. Here we go. Hey, when it comes to it comes to splitting the party, we know how to do it right. <laughs> I love splitting the party, so I think it's great. Uh, all right, let's get out of here. Uh, Aaron, tell us uh, what's going on, Garblack. Oh, let's see. I'm a Garblag. Uh, on Monday, we've got uh, Ben running some City of Mist. On Tuesday, Millie's going to be running Coriolis. On Wednesday, Jim will be back running Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay 4th Edition, Once Upon a Time in the Old World, where my poor Knight of the White Wolf has run into a uh, a bit of trouble. Maybe he'll get out of it. Thursday uh, during the day is the beginning of uh, Lewis running uh, the One Ring. And then Thursday night, we'll be back for Octum Cthulhu as we face off against some supernatural horrors in Tibet. Uh, there will be no Blades in the Dark on Friday because a couple of uh, the cast are going to be gone. Um, but that's Garblag next week. All right. Uh, let's see, and we did have a really good blades, uh, blades session today, which will probably drop at some point on uh, on Garblog's YouTube. Uh, what about us here? Uh, let's see. Tomorrow we got One Ring Second Edition as a per usual. Uh, let's see, Monday we're gonna be doing Holler for Savage Worlds. Tuesday is the new game. You can catch Ashley and I and our friend Steven who's running it as we're playing some Haunted West. Uh, and then next Friday, we'll be back to Mothership. And in two weeks, we will return with uh, 
with the massacre <laughs> that this is going to be separate oh, massacres. Uh, but yeah, I'm not. Sh- I'm honestly not sure who's in worse sh- worse shape right now. Like that's. Uh, well, that's, uh, that's a lie. Uh, we're I would rolling say rolling <laughs> over rusts seventy five percent down. <laughs> yeah, this so, is going to be hundred percent. I just did a quick look to see if anyone was playing any kind of World of Darkness stuff. I found a werewolf game, so we're going to go ahead and raid them. So hang tight, follow the raid. Uh, thank you for everyone who joined tonight. Thank you for the subs. Thank you for the uh, for the the hype train in the very beginning. Uh, it was very very uh, very very fun. And uh, for those of you who are watching this later on YouTube or listening to this on podcast, uh, we definitely appreciate it. Uh, We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.